I think it boils down to like the like the quiet time you give to yourself first before starting. Like really, like just don't use your phone. Just okay. What are you gonna do today? Really, like just speak to yourself, lor. Yeah, and then like you don't 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 rush things. So that was Ahmad. It's really good advice, and you can kind of see it in his work. It's just slow and smooth. Ahmad is a wedding videographer, more like a wedding filmmaker, lah. In the sense that he's a filmmaker who just loves doing weddings. It's really directed work, and like no two films kind of look the same. They have their own kind of identity to it, and it stays true to the couple that he's filming. The amount of craft and consideration that he puts in his work, right? It's just levels above. So in this episode, we kind of talk about how he got started, how he looks at the work, and just why his stuff. Kind of just stands out in a sea of competition, uh, which I guess has to do with the stuff he consumes, right? So we kind of talk about his inspiration, the stuff that he looks up to, the stuff he tries to emulate, the stuff he tries to learn from as well. Uh. We talk a ton about movies, so there's spoilers ahead about. I, mean, I think the one hour mark in, <laughs> and lastly, here's a new track from Intriguant, made specifically just for this podcast. Uh. Thanks for listening, and hope you enjoyed the episode. Dude, welcome to the podcast. Yo yo yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for today's episode, uh, we have Ahmad Adam, hey everyone, who is with A2 Films. That's right. So Ahmad, you you created A2 Films. I guess we could start with what it is that A2 Film does. Okay, so basically, we just specialize in like wedding films. Ah, that's about it. And anything extra like corporate stuff, we do it like. To a certain extent, we don't generally take everything. We just take the things that we find it interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What What do you mean by you find it interesting? Hmm. I guess it depends. Ah, uh, like if there is like currently there are lots of products out there, like those nifty products. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do get like emails and inquiries about like product videos and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. But it's just that I, I'm just not into that. I'm just like more into something that tells a narrative. Uh. Okay. I I don't I don't find it comfortable like heavy like you know like fifteen seconds ads. Yeah. I mean that's what I did like last time like like before I even like forty like wedding films. What I was just doing like certain brands and I was doing it was doing like just normal ads like it felt like a hustle. Uh. Yeah. And the revisions after revisions. I mean it's all part and part and parcel of the like the certain projects. Yeah. Like along the way, just like, oh, fuck it. Uh, like, I just want to focus on proper narrative. Understood. The more I spend time doing proper narrative, I get to like meet interesting people. Back then when I'm doing like corporate stuff. Yeah. Just rude people. Uh. Yeah. It's just people who don't understand like the time taken to 
craft or something. Yeah, like. it, yeah. I think that's not my thing. Or like to just be on the same bridge with them, like twenty four seven, or like all the time, just doing product stuff or like corporate stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then like focus more on like wedding filmmaking, and then like find the aspects of like real life. Yeah. And at the same time, like you get to experience like different type of like families. Yeah. Like super interesting and like super emotional, super cocky as well. <laughs> It's like all kinds of like yeah. I think we should like tell them like how we met. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for context here, Ahmad is my wedding videographer. Funny thing, I I didn't want a video. I think I told you this, right? Yeah. In fact, before I got married, when me and my wife Diana, we were looking for, I guess, uh, a way to document the wedding. And at, at that point, we had already engaged Moon mm-hmm. uh, to do the pre-wedding shoot. Yeah. So she was already on board with that. And we engaged another uh, photography photographer lah to do our wedding itself. But things didn't uh, go through lah, right? I don't know at which point when Diana was like, "Okay, hey, I really want to get video." I, I was fucking against it lah. <laughs> I was super fucking against it. I was like, "Why? It's just gonna look the same. It's gonna look like everybody else's uh, wedding video." So I was like, "Fuck! Why we want this?" Uh? Then I, I started saying a lot of shit. Uh, like, it's going to open up with the sun rising, yeah. and then it's going to open up with uh, the girl in her room, and it's going to be in slow mo, and we're gonna like, you're gonna see her hand touching something, and then she's touching the ring, and then she's like pulling the veil back on her or some shit. Then you see the guy uh, having his like sonko adjusted. <laughs> these these are all like codes and convention like, of just normal wedding films. Yeah, because everybody goes through the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the process doesn't change. The process doesn't change. So it was up until she, like, Diana showed me your your fucking video. I was like, what the fuck? Ah, this is insane. Ah, <laughs> this is fucking insane. Ah, like, it didn't feel like a wed. It did. Okay, for one thing, it didn't feel like it was a wedding video. It was a video about love. Ah, oh. I think it was it was the first thing that came to mind. Then, uh, my colleague at that point, Hakim, you so shot his, shot <laughs> yeah, his wedding. Yeah, Hakim. He yeah. was fucking funny. <laughs> He's hilarious, dude. Yeah. He also was so when I was at TWA, he was my colleague lah. Yeah, yeah. So we were both also kind of getting married around the same point in time. So we just kept talking to each other. Like every time we bump into each other, we kind of like catch up and update each other a little bit about like our preparations ah. Mm-hmm. And then he also was like turned on to to your stuff. And I was like, okay lah, if Hakim thinks this is amazing, my wife thinks this is amazing. Uh, I'll just meet you lah. I I didn't want to. I still didn't want to at that point. I was like, I'll just meet you lah. Let's see what happens. Then when we met, fucking chemistry off through the roof, man. <laughs> we didn't actually give a fuck about the meeting. We were just fucking it up with like fast and crazy yeah. shit. <laughs> when we first met you, like fucking met you at Coffee Bean. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't even know why I picked that place. Just uh, and then like after the meeting, I like, get to know that y'all live like fucking near me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, two blocks away. Fucking hell, dude. Exactly. We went out of our way to go to fucking Parkway. <laughs> Fucking coffee bean of all places in Parkway. Fucking in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're the only customer. So. <laughs> oh, that was before COVID. That was before COVID. Yeah, eh? that was before COVID. Eh, no, no, that was, that was before like Any... six six months before the wedding, right? I know we got you on Braille. Eh, you got married in July. I got married in July. Yeah. July, so it was like twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. I think twenty twenty Yeah. Yeah, it was very late. We got you on Braille because I was I was super adamant about yeah. like not having a. Wedding videographer, but I think I don't know, man. Like well, after we engaged you, I think the first time we spoke to you, that one meeting, I think it was just chemistry, yeah. Uh. Yeah, man. And I think that's how a lot of us, like between me and Diana, that's how we wanted the wedding to go, lah. Whereby it's it's people we know is very intimate, 
Okay, originally also like fucking no COVID, right? Yeah. Like, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just wanted to be surrounded by people who we knew, lah. Yeah, like, so I think we were talking about like more projection mapping. Oh yeah, how did you come up? Uh? we had a lot of similar interests at that point. Yeah, I think it started off like me asking like, "What do you guys do?" Oh yeah. Yeah, and then like it, it stems out from there, and then after that, I think I mean, oh yeah, I wanted to show you guys like a, a certain pre-wedding film which I did, which I. And like a little projection Yes At home And then like you guys Showed, showed me your work Say like wow Fucking amazing Yeah Yeah And then like I think From then on It's just like Back and forth Back and forth Yeah And yeah. then like Naturally it's just Yeah like I feel like to me Yeah wedding clients And wedding couples They are not like You know Superstars or what They are just normal mm. people Yeah So in order to like You just have to be yourself right? Just get the genuine connection there Correct Furthermore They are inviting you To their dream days eh? Yes And they want you to document it Yeah right? They wouldn't want to have Like a super professional Like serious guy Or like That's true Yeah For me it's just like It's just like Being comfortable Yeah I think The more If, if any of our Like clients Would feel like A little uncomfortable I think that takes away like the whole substance of it. Do you, do you have this kind of relationship with most of your clients whereby uh, there has to be a, a certain amount of chemistry there to um, feel comfortable at, at the ceremony itself? I, I think like it's just about like getting to know each other. Like, uh, like the person can work from a different industry and just like getting things clicked. I think it's all about like the chemistry. Uh, just the vibe check. Uh, the overall vibe yeah. check. Like the other time when I met Daniel Hakim, Hmm. I think the other time I was having like this expo, uh, like exhibition, it's not exhibition, like, expo like the like you know the mega express. What what was that? It's like this you know mega wedding and they have like oh, all the vendors at, at the Singapore Expo there. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I participated lah, and then like, and then I saw this couple like, quite cool lah, and then it was Daniel and his wife Nadira. I mean back then he was his partner. Yeah. <laughs> and then like we we sat down, we just talk lah, we just talk yeah 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 yeah. And then like, yeah, I just mentioned to you about like vibe check. And then like he gave the term vibe check. And like, yeah, that's, that's fucking true. Yeah? Like, yeah. Vibe check. I think that's important. So I wouldn't want to come to a wedding which the couple I really don't know. Yeah. And then like, I have to like read the room ASAP. Correct, correct. And like weddings nowadays are not for long hours. They are just like rapidly like three hours or four yes. hours. And then that four hours, you, it's your first impression. Yeah, correct, correct. Not only to the couple, but to the family as well. Exactly. So you wouldn't want to fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, I think like ultimately it's just about the connection. Uh, like just acknowledge any emotion, mm. even if it's awkward, awkwardly funny. Yeah, I'll take that as an emotion as well. That's true. You can't. I, I feel like talking about it, communicating it, lah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had instances where the couple that approached you just was just like didn't vibe, uh? Wow. Like recently, or I mean, in your in your span of your of of A two films. Oh, okay. That one, I, I think I may have come across. But the connection we had wasn't like tighter as I grew older in the industry, like to get to know mm-hmm. more like, 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 like things in the industry. So like, I think like earlier in my days, it was just all about like getting more work out there done. Yeah. So it's just blindly taking anything. Uh, yeah. And then like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't have, I, I didn't have any couples who have like no energy. I have couples whom we speak less, hmm. and then like after that we just don't speak anymore. Yeah, okay, uh, that was you. like during my when when I just started out. Yeah. So I was still in that state of like, oh yeah, I'm a professional service. Correct, correct. So this is a professional job. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rooted in me uh, back then. Yeah. And then now like get to know like hey, you know what? Fuck like these are normal people that Yeah, these are just people who just want to get married. Uh. Yeah, and they're like just inviting you inviting you to your dream to their dream days. Uh. So like just, you know, make friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the first time I met you, like we <laughs> start I was like coffee bean. And like we just talk a little bit and stuff like that. And I like we just took it off uh, like just pass a few days shit. Like. <laughs> While joking about it, they even came out another movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were joking about it. They did uh, number they, number eight. Is it? I think it was number eight. Yeah, I think they heard us. <laughs> Familiar. <laughs> Familiar. One last ride. Uh, one last, last ride. <laughs> <laughs> it was brilliant. Because uh, it was funny. Like Sometimes this happens Like when me and Diana uh, meet another person. Yeah. It, like She goes there for her intention, right? And then, like, I feel so bad because, like, I know she wanted to get, uh, like, something done that day. Yeah. But we ended up just, like, fucking talking cock the whole day, <laughs> the whole time. Uh. So, it's like, what the fuck? I felt she, she was a bit like, what the fuck? Uh. But at the same time, okay, at least, at least like, we're on the same page about it now, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, and then also, like, your wedding day. Um, yeah, it was super, super solemn, isn't yeah? mm. Like, you didn't have any music playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have any like, you know, it was at home lah. Yeah. So, it felt home la. <laughs> And then like, after I went to your Linux place. Yeah, it's Diana. So, uh, for context, it was at Diana's place. And then we went to Diana's grandmother's place after that. Yeah, which is also like a fucking beautiful house lah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I never told you this before. Right. Like, I, I, I told you I'll, I'll, I'll meet you all at the, at the place. Like. Yeah. So, I went home, I put my stuff, I only brought my camera. Yeah. So when I arrived, I was the first one to arrive. So I didn't know what to do. So I was just like, I was just waiting. I, I, I actually thought like you guys offered each other because I had all the time and liberty yeah. to go home, yeah. to my barang-barang, yeah. book there. And then like you all never decided like, oh. Wait, so you just went in? Uh? Just went in uh, and then she offered me like some tea and queen. I'm That's like, fucking funny. Did you like say who you were? I, I said like, I was the cameraman. <laughs> and then like, like oh, come cameraman, like, siang <laughs> yeah. Where's the action? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I gotta tell Diana after this. Uh. <laughs> this fucking funny. Like, yeah, siang. I was expecting like Moon to reach also. Because like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, you guys were in the same car. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was expecting <laughs> you guys to reach first. <laughs> yeah, we took a while to get <laughs> I don't know why so we were so slow. I think like like salam salam ah. like just like saying goodbye. Oh yeah, because hey. like, our friends were over, so yeah. right, so that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my god, fuck! It was a nice day. Uh. it was a very very nice day. Like thinking back about it, right? I felt like everything went right for for the wedding itself. Because I mean, we've always wanted like, a small one. Yeah. And it just felt like it was the right people there. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. My my parents were there. My sister was there. Uh, my brother came later. Yeah. Like the people that was very important to me, which was basically just my family. Yeah. And then yeah. in the afternoon, it was just like a couple of friends came over. I think that's your friend that's Razif was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went back and played back, and I see hey, this guy was there. <laughs> like, so close. <laughs> Wait, you know him? Uh? No. Uh. <laughs> I already seen him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. I mean, so how? Okay, I guess this is a good question. How do you get started in wedding? In weddings? In doing oh. weddings? Because okay. you mentioned just now, like, uh, at the start, it was like, okay, you want to be a professional. This yeah. is a professional service. Yeah. So how, what, 
what happened that's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to make it to films and I'm going to do weddings. Okay, I think like, um, I think back in ITE, I was studying visual effects. So at that point of time, I already know that I wanted to be a VFX artist. So I was interning for VV3. Yeah, and like the, the task I was, I was posed was like rotoscoping. Fucking, fucking psychons, yeah. It's really the bottom of the barrel, uh. yeah, so Achal, I, you're a root, uh. you <laughs> yeah. are a fucking like, a sailor yeah, that yeah, like, man. haven't proved yourself that kind of shit. Uh. I think the movie that I was rotoscoping was Lion Man. <laughs> Lion Man? Lion Man and Jack Newman. Oh, serious? Uh? Yeah. What the fuck? Was yeah. it any good? Nah, they had CG, they had a, like a CG, you might call that? You know the lion dance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a CG futuristic lion. Okay. With the whole like uh, garb and all. Yeah, 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 futuristic. So was it any good? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a Jack Neal film, so. Yeah, I actually remember this. It's a lion dance troupe. That's the, that was the movie. That was what it's about, right? Yeah, they, but their stunts were amazing. I, I I've seen like some of the footages. Their balance is amazing, dude. Like lion dancers when they go on the poles, it's actually fucking crazy. Uh. Yeah, it's like some Shaolin. Is amazing, uh. For what it is, it's fucking yeah, crazy. Like you got to think about their field of view because like, yes, they are in the you know the lion. They are in the lion. I don't know what to call it. Cause it's not really a costume, right? Like it's Just call it a lion. Okay, they're in the lion. Yeah, they're in the lion. Okay, we might be wrong, so yeah, let apologize. us yes, and okay. let us know what it is called, uh, Yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah, we just see footage like like fucking precise there, like they jumping on the pole. Yeah. And their field of view is just down. Correct, correct. And like at the same point of time, like can you hear the person from you speaking like hey, left or yeah. right? Yeah. Like, at the same time, like the noise correct. of the drums. Sorry, not noise, the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, oh shit, this is all just chemistry, so it's pure chemistry. That's true, that's true. It's it's like yeah, yeah, actually that's true. There's a there's a there's a group chemistry and dynamic that happens, right? For them to be in sync with each other. Yeah. It's a team sport, uh. Nice. It really is a team. Uh. And I guess, I guess that explains why like Lions Dance troops are... They always come... They, they seem very, very tight. Uh. Yeah, I've man. never seen a Lions Dance troop... Like, even when they go to the offices and all that, right? I've never seen them like just break apart and then like, oh, I'm going to have a smoke break or what? They all fucking go for a smoke yeah. break together, that kind of thing. That's true. They're very tight. Uh. That's true. That's chemistry. Okay, yes. You were saying you're doing the rotoscope for Lion Man. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, like, after the whole internship finished, I'm like, do I really want to be in the VFX industry? Mm. And then like, I had a classmate lah, and then like his like siblings were doing like wedding videos and mm. stuff. So I just decided like, hey, let's give it a shot. Yeah. So I worked work with them like for a couple of while. Yeah. And after that, like uh, I just like left. <laughs> I left and then like, oh, because I don't think the company is. I don't know if it's still around or not. Okay. But like, I, I from where I was, I, from where I was positioned, I just feel like I, I should just probably leave. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I just leave and I just like, you know, like, hey, why not? I just search for my clients. Yeah. And then that's, uh, that, that was a turning point. Uh, like, first impression, oh, I have to be very professional. Correct, correct. And then like, I, I started like getting clients and more clients and more clients. So I just, I had the, the, the belief that, oh, so when I'm more professional, I get more clients. Mm. So I get more professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, I decided to like, you know, just, be more professional and will come eventually and then like I think I was shooting like for a friend's wedding yeah the level of comfort I had totally changed mm, mm, like mm. yeah it, it felt different uh. and then like it is after I went back home 
like finish shooting and I went back home and just think like eh actually quite cool if I were to shoot more friends yeah wedding and then like to think back like why do I why the fuck would I want to have my service for friends yeah. where I, I can just create more friends okay okay yeah. that was a shift uh, in the yeah, mindset yeah that was okay. a shift in the mindset like, of like having friends as your clients and That's true. vice versa yeah so then I started like mingling more yeah like having more meetups with my couples and stuff like that yeah the chemistry kind of grew mm-hmm. tighter and then like during the day um i mean during the wedding day like you get to see the family you get to understand like certain lingos mm-hmm. certain jokes yeah, and then like it became more comfortable like, i didn't have to like you know professional professional no need <laughs> yeah i mean like <laughs> be comfortable la. got it yeah i mean Yeah, I think it's all about being comfortable with your couple uh, rather than just, you know, being strictly following the book and like, professionalism. Yeah. I think for your wedding, it was super laid back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. I, even as a, as a groom also, I didn't feel a lot of pressure yeah, to man. rush things. Because, I mean, one of the things that I always had issue with was like, uh, okay, got to rush from point A to point B. Because I've seen my friends getting married and they always seem to be in a rush. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> They always seem to be in a rush, so I guess one we we were very lucky lah in in a in a very weird way that like COVID hit, so it's like yeah lah a home home based wedding, home based wedding, <laughs> and you wanted like the secret lab chair like for your plumbing. No, I didn't want that. I wanted I wanted uh so the thing I specifically asked for was actually uh uh no it was a it was a network drive. Okay. It was a network drive. Uh, shit, what's it called? It's like a rate system. I wanted a rate system. Oh, I, I was saying the secret lab chair for the plumbing. Oh, is it? Yeah, you were joking about it. <laughs> Wait, what? Really? I don't remember this really. Fuck. The other time we were at Alina's. Oh, yeah. And then you all showed me like the mock-up for the plumbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said you wanted the secret lab chair. Yeah, then she never gave it. <laughs> I was like, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, so what about the, the rate? Oh no! I wanted a, a, an external drive, lah. Network drive. I wanted a ne- network drive as like my wedding gift from then, ah. I didn't get it, ah. <laughs> Do you have it now? No, I don't. But I'm intending to get it still, like by end of the year. It's a cloud storage, right? Eh? Uh, no, no, not cloud. It's like it's attached to your Ethernet. So you plug it into your router, and then uh, you know, you plug it into your modem. Sorry, oh, and then from there you can plug it into your router. So anywhere around the house. If you're under the same uh, Wi-Fi network, you can access the storage. Uh. So it's kind of like a it's a local cloud storage. So so like if you have a smart TV, right? You can have a smart TV access your movies that are in the network drive. Oh. Yeah, so you don't need to have a thumb drive plugged in. Uh. Wow, it's very smart. Uh. It's 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 one of those things that I think for me because I'm also like doing a lot of like uh, work also, so I need a place to archive my stuff. Uh. And I have my assets sitting in a folder somewhere, you know. So my my PC can be quite lean, yeah. But like I can just have access it over over the internet, which is quite fast because it's a, it's a local thing. Yeah, 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 I can just run an Ethernet cable through. <sighs> yeah, man. So yes. wait, how do you? Wait, we're fucking like sidetrack like fuck. <laughs> <are you? laughs> we were talking about how you started, and then like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, being comfortable. Like, yes, yeah, being comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and then like yeah, it's just all about yeah. Everything took off from from the point where like eh. Just be friends, ah. Like mm. the, the the more you mingle, you get to know like what yeah. is what is considered a lame joke to them. 
Got it. Oh, the, you're you're learning their language, uh, yeah, to a certain degree. Because like at some point of time where you know where I really need shots of like the couple laughing, mm. I I cannot be like okay, uh, one two three, laugh 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 laugh. Mm. So everything will be like, so I have like jokes prepared ah. Okay. Yeah, you want to hear one? Yes. Okay, I'm all in ah. Uh. Yeah, this one in Malay yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Wait. Let me think. I scared. I say the answer. You subtype. Okay. Okay. Uh. Banyak banyak baju kan. Okay. Baju apa paling confused? Banyak banyak baju. Baju apa paling confused? Yeah. Wait. 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 I feel I know this. Baju. Baju. You up? Baju tidur? No, no, no. Baju pagi? Nah, I think she just... <laughs> okay, fine, give up. Baju kemeja. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Because is it baju <laughs> or kemeja? <laughs> yeah, so like, I just have all these stupid jokes, all these dead jokes in my head and just like, you know, yeah. say it to them. Work well, uh. Yeah, Actually, and then even though if it's lame, I'll still get like the eye rolling mm. and the other guy laughing. It's still considered to be a reaction. Mm-mm-mm. And then like, you know, when people give speech, yeah, and then like, Um, it's always the after you give the speech, then you get the emotion. Mm. I just briefly like explain an example like, like somehow to thank the family, yada yada yada. Yeah. Then he pass the mic to like the DJ, and often the groom will have like this sigh of relief, ah, like mm. wow, I said it, yeah. Often yeah. the heart is still beating. Yeah. And then like that is the moment. Yeah. So that's what you want to capture. Yeah. I'm looking for that, but at the same time, I record the speech. Uh. It's just a matter of like holding. Yes, yes. Not touching the pause button on the camera. Yeah. Just keep on rolling, keep on rolling. We until the friend or comfort him like, eh, hey, what tissue? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, you good, you good. Yeah, that that is. Yeah. That is why. Yeah, that is where the action starts. But for me, like, in order to have all these like things to note, it's just to observe. Ah. Uh. Mm. Uh, I think just that's my philosophy of like wedding films. It's just to not intrude, ah. Uh. Mm, you're you're literally doc- like a documentary, ah. Uh. Yeah, I'm just looking things like from a window. Mm, so mm. yeah, oh, oh yeah. Uh, at one point of time, like after I get my comfortable stage of like friends and filmmaking, mm-hmm. I had this like this thought of like, wow, well, I didn't want people to like notice me when they look in the camera. So mm. it's like the fourth wall break, ah. Uh. Yeah. So uh, at a point of time. I I I I didn't like I didn't like 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 that part where Alma cannot spot it. They look okay. in the camera, and then to think back, this is really I got got this couple. They they are super awkward, super funny also. Ah, mm. they just quietly funny. Ah, okay. So they were just taking like the family shots, group shots with all the matchy matchy. Ah, yeah. And then like they were so awkward, so they just look into the camera and just like shrug their shoulders, don't know what to do. <laughs> So after that, like, eh, I acknowledge this, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's an emotion. Like, I felt like it's them also. Uh, yeah. It's them, and it's communicating to me. Yeah, <laughs> the guy behind the camera. So I felt like, fuck it, I don't have control over that, yeah. Yeah, correct. It's correct. the character. So yeah, it's the narrative, ah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, and then like, I think the more you do weddings, the more you observe different families, how they react. Yeah. Yeah, I I just like the, I just like to observe, ah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that. Okay. Are there patterns? So you mentioned the guy, the groom giving the speech, and then after the speech is where the money shot is uh, to a certain yeah. degree, right? Do you, have you noticed other things? 
that that always play out. Always play out like the moments itself. Mm-hmm. I think like just the you know the salam salam. Oh yeah yeah after they after they after they we call it uh, put the ring on that kind of yeah. thing right. Yeah the salam salam. Uh, usually I'll just wait for the salam salam. I'll just be properly positioned. Uh. Mm. I think it was just just one time where because usually during the nikah the solemnization I'll fix the mic to the groom. Yes yeah. It's wireless. And then after the solemnization, I'll just immediately just take off the mic. So yeah, I just take off the mic. Uh. Mm. That was was me. Uh. Then like the other time where this wedding, it was a COVID wedding, and then like the mic was still on. Mm. And then like when he was like 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 going to meet his parents, then he started tearing. Oh, then like too late, uh. You don't want to break the moment, right? I I mean I yeah I don't want to break the moment. That's <coughs> and then like two is yeah I've never tried. <coughs> I've never tried. Hearing, listening. Yeah, into. so I just like, oh, fuck it, just let him hold the mic. And then like, I get to hear the sniffles, the crying, mm. the sobbing. Yeah. Then like, wow, fuck me. Like, <laughs> emotion ASMR. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like, ever since then, it's just, it's just like, things can go like, sideways or like, sideways mm. in a, good way. Yeah, yeah in a good way, silver lining. Uh. So, yeah man, like, I think the wedding also, quite long <laughs> but the moments were just magic uh. they had all their friends their close friends yeah they didn't have to like pretend I mean I don't know about the yeah, yeah. that's to their own accord but like surrounding yourself with the people you love yeah you will get the genuine emotions man that's very true yeah, man. you put them in a good space uh, right I, I think they created the space already mm, yeah. you're just there you're just yeah there. I'm just there like invited to their dream day that's all that's a very nice way of like looking at it, man. Like everything is set up for you already. Yeah, man. You just ha- all you, all you really have to do is be present. Uh. Yeah, and like I think like before the wedding day, like before the, like we have meetings. Uh, and at some point of time, I just like remind them like just, just be yourself, like anything or what you need mm. help, just ask your best man or bridesmaid. Mm. Yeah, just be yourself. Uh. it's your day. Yeah, you wouldn't want to think about the logistics so much. That's true. That's yeah. true. I mean, like some weddings nowadays, weddings are like the the solemnizations like what two three hours. Yeah. Dude, everything is so fucking fast paced. Yeah. And then like there are times where I have to choose. Yeah. Like moments. Correct. 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 And then like it is a split second decision. Yeah. So I I think like this wedding I think yeah it was. They had this moment so like they were just out of nowhere the the groom started like feeling emotional. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, so like one of the bride's sisters or siblings, they just vibing to a certain song, ah, mm. like music hair, like 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 fucking concert, <laughs> ah. And then I was like, wow, fuck, I need to choose. Yeah. So I chose the siblings. Okay. Like I shot them from the back view and just get them like vibing, ah. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I, I and then after the whole shoot, I feel that, wow, I have to make decisions now. Yeah. During this fast pace, so I really need to like be more prepared to be more like to be more like prepared oh, like to just be just have to expect like you need have you will have to choose Correct. a moment yes yeah. and it's, it's something really spoken about because you operate as a one man team right yeah, most man. of the time you some, only sometimes you have a second camera yeah but wouldn't it make sense now to like reduce your load to just constantly have a second camera like a second person ah? I I wouldn't think so. Like for me personally, I'll just feel like the wedding is seen by one person. 
Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're, yeah. Okay, I get it. So I mean, there are instances where I have like two geographers. Yeah. So I mean, like each and each and one of them, they both have their own like substance mm. they carry mm-hmm. in in them in themselves. Ah, uh, uh, with it to follow the brand Bible. Yeah. So like we're getting like two simultaneous cameras, and then like it, it's the chemistry is. It's not that seen. Yeah. If I were to see like from one person, then I'll get to see yeah like from the start and finish what is her or his importance important visuals on that day. Understood. It's almost like I think a half of my videographers, they are uh, mixed race or like got Chinese, mm. Malay, and myself Indian. <laughs> so like I got this videographer. His name is Edward lah. Uh. This Chinese guy. So like I get him to shoot weddings. I get like a certain, a different perspective, ah, uh, mm. because I, I'm sure he's always been with like Chinese weddings. Yeah. So when he, I mean during when he started out doing Malay weddings, I had to guide him, ah. Uh, yeah. After that, like, eh, whatever is interesting to you, you just like, yeah, see it, oh. And then like after that, like, I just see like, all this footage, like, oh, quite interesting to have like different, mm. different background, like shooting a different. Correct. Correct. So like, quite cool, ah. Uh. So like, learn, oh, as and when, oh. That's yeah. interesting. Like, I, I guess that it's never crossed my mind also. And I guess Singapore is one of those industries where if you have a Chinese wedding, you get a Chinese photographer. Mm. In general, lah, right? I mean, I mean, I'm being very, very loose with the terms now. But like, uh, also my, my, one of my friends, they got married last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, photographer was Moon. Okay. So Chinese, Chinese guys. Chinese guy, Chinese girl. But Moon. So I guess they, they go for the vision. Lah, yeah. Right? And I feel there's something about you, you and Moon in particular, that we were sold on your art direction uh, and your vision more so than, than like having something cookie cutter come out for us. I mean, not, not to say anything, la, but yeah, okay. so in the bigger picture, right? I feel like you wouldn't be able to do the kind of work you do if there wasn't an established like wedding video industry already. Right? You get what I mean, right? Like, so, so, what what I mean to say by that is that because I, I thought about this <laughs> like before the fucking podcast, I was thinking like, how do I approach this in a interesting manner, lah, right? Like, there has to be an established look to the wedding industry in Singapore. Uh, that's why you coming in and doing your own thing, the flavor is very strong and yeah. it's very attractive, right? To people like me, people like Diana, people basically all your clients, are, they don't come to you. Because they want like a cheap person or like yeah, they okay. want like they don't come to you because they want something that has been established. Yeah? They want yeah. something different. And I, I'm pretty sure like so when when we engage you, we had no fucking idea what the end video was gonna be like. Yeah. It actually seems that. Right. Like you don't even know yourself, right? The only thing because my intention was I mean not my intention, my 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 vision was just go home. I mean go to your it's a home wedding. Yeah, yeah. So and then like when I was invited to the place and they're like dude the living room fucking nice <laughs> for all kinds of photographs and then like every corner every every part of the house mm. is treated with love and care yeah yeah and then like that like that like attracts me yeah, like Mm-mm. apart from emotions let's go get some textures okay got it got it yeah so I feel like I mean, to circle back to that and to add to that point, 
I feel like the stuff that you've been pushing out for your clients and like your couples is very different from what the norm is. Lah. I mean, when, when we first got to know you, it was really a, a breath of fresh air. <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of taste, different kind of flavor. I, I, I really felt so. And yeah, so the, the thing is that the consequ- or you, you would have to, people can only appreciate your taste if they have seen what everybody else is doing. I guess so. Like, I'm, I've never had the chance to position position myself as a consumer. Mm. Yeah, but I think like what I've been getting like like from couples, they just say like, "Oh, we like because you're different." Mm. And then like, yeah, I, I guess I I still don't know how to react to that. Yeah, I can see you struggling with <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> it. So I'll just like take that example as like a compliment, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, okay, yeah, different, yes, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, yeah, it's all about so the little emotions, the tiny ones. Interesting, you said something just now that piqued my, piqued my interest. You said not just the emotions, but also the textures. Yeah. Well, why do you use that term texture in particular? I, I use this term a lot. <laughs> like, really a lot. Like, I, I say textures a lot. So, textures is like, when you zoom in onto someone, right, mm. you see their cells. Okay. So the cells are made up of a lot of cells. So it has a pattern, right? Yeah. So like entering like Diana's house was the textures, the painting, mm. and the story behind the painting. I get you. Yeah, and then like, yeah, the photographs, and then like the sights and sounds. I think like um, in the morning, I was at a place, I think like one of our relatives like just came by, mm. and then like can hear the off-screen dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all this like that you can hear the birds a bit like in the morning. Yeah. And that's what I mean by like textures, like all these small, small little things, right? Like, they add up into, into an image. Uh. If you zoom out. Yeah, if you yeah, zoom out. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. That's beautiful. That's okay. That's amazing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you speak about it the same way, like for the stuff I love, uh, right? Like you, you care about the details. Uh. Yeah. Like you really fucking care about the details. Uh. And I think that's amazing. Uh. I mean, we, we see the results of it. Yeah, man. Like, I guess, like, for me too, I thought about motion design, like, like, one thing that attracted me for motion design is the, the graph editor. <laughs> the movement of, the fluidity of a certain animation. Yeah. It yeah. is, it is like, with proper reasoning, oh, like, yeah. certain fluidity. Yes. Structured. It gives off a different feelings. Eh? Yeah, correct, and correct. That, that is what I like about, like, Exactly, because when you edit your stuff, also, you're playing around this kind of nonsense, right? Like, and all that, right? Yeah. Wait, so, so what do you edit in? Um, Premiere Pro. Okay, just Premiere alone or like, do you dabble with like After Effects or you do your Da Vinci and all that? Oh, no, no, just Premiere Pro. So the, even the colouring is in Premiere Pro? Yeah. Fuck, it looks good, dude. It, no, I, I think it's just all about like, how you plan your wedding day. Mm. Like how you pick the colours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just all natural, la. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, actually that's true. Most of your stuff look very, very... I think back then, yeah. I was quite forceful with the colours. Mm. Then now, like, I'm just like, pretty much laid back the colours. I will just be like, what I see is what I get. I wouldn't yeah. want to like, super enhance it or like... Yeah. Like, making modifications. I guess that's the biggest challenge, right? Like, you have to present a narrative of the day and it has to be true. Yeah, I mean, like okay, an elevated truth, lah, right? Exactly. But it can't be too far out from. Okay, that's that's very interesting. Yeah. I think the color like attracts me at the place was brown. 
mm. in a carpet. Yeah. In the building itself. Correct, correct, correct. Bedok correct. Court, it's quite an old ass place. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah the, the swimming pool is quite. It's nice, right? right. Yeah. I think I went there like once or twice. Mm-hmm. And got other friends staying there. So, oh, like, okay. He just used a sauna room after the swimming pool. <laughs> That was my first time using a sauna roof. Fuck! I didn't know how sauna works. I have never been to one. <laughs> oh shit! Never, never. Seriously, I've never even been to the pool. Like Diana's pool, I've never been. Dude, the other time I went at night, so I was expecting the pool to be fucking cold. Uh. Yeah. Knows, yeah. Warm. Eh? Quite warm. Huh. They got heating, uh, I guess. I, I guess. Then after you can just do the sauna. What is this? I'm recommending the place. <laughs> 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 I, I never got to explore the condo. I never got to explore the condo. Because I mean like, when I got married, it was COVID lah. Uh. Your nighttime is looks damn nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pool is blue in color. Yes, it's like fucking Blade Runner. Dude, right? yes, dude, exactly. Dude, it's fucking cinematic, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a shitty word to use right yeah, now, yeah. but yes, it it looks amazing. <laughs> and the reflections from the pool on the fucking buildings. Oh like, yeah, man! Beautiful. Like the reapers and stuff. Yeah, water. Yeah, dude, water. What is the movement of water? <laughs> water, bro. <laughs> Hydro, bro. Hydro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Hydro, homies, bro. <laughs> so, water, man. Yeah, where, where were we? Like, oh, yeah, diving into textures and yeah. like, appreciating each detail. Yeah, I guess, like, the, the more, the more like, I use the word texture, kind of, like, highlights the importance of mm. treating every corner of, like, if love and care and then like you get the bigger picture correct, correct. out of it the super genuine way possible I think it's also because you are doing this full time right so yeah. you you kind of live in in the edit uh. yeah even yeah. like when I'm in my me time alone the only thing about is how can this be how can I elevate this experience yeah it's always baby steps uh. like correct Cannot be an overnight like. It's never. Is hey, that? Short, I just won an Oscar for my wedding It's like baby steps as always. Oh, like yeah, yeah. It, it has to be, and I think it's is like I said. Uh, like it's because you're living in the edit like twenty four seven, right? Yeah. You you can see you can go deeper. It's like the same thing, right? Like if you give a newbie editor, they don't think that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's all. I think if a newbie editor comes, it's all about. You know, transitions. Yeah. I was about to say, you know, when you're talking about a graph editor, right? It is simplest transition is the cut. Yes. Right. The cut is fucking powerful. Yep. It is so fucking powerful. No no effort required. Yeah. No fucking effort required. Yeah. There's many kinds of cuts. You have the match cut, whatever cut, right? Yeah. Uh but a lot of people overlook it in favor of a very complex transition and all that. Maybe I think they want to make it immersive. This I feel like that's a fallacy or so. Like, you know? Maybe I, I don't know about their target audiences. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure like you have come across like certain like you know video marketing tools or techniques they would want to emphasize like oh the f- first fifteen seconds you want to grab their attention. But yeah, but yeah. I guess I, I guess I, I guess it's just like the same yes. terminology of like making it exciting or like, having the pace like super upbeat. Correct. I, I, I think like that that is them. Like different people like, have different approach. Different tastes as well. Yeah, like, different right? tastes. And it's great uh, to have like all these different approaches all. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, I don't know, man. So my struggle was, like in reference to all of this was that I I feel like there's there's a bit of, uh, no, we're we doing motion design. Mm-hmm. We can never cut. Everything has to be a transition. 
But it's not it's, it's not the most powerful thing like sometimes. Because uh, nothing can beat a well placed cut. Yeah. Nothing can be in the history of cinema and shit, right? From the day a fucking film was made, nothing can beat a well timed cut at the right spot. Speaking of cuts, like, like okay, shall we talk about movies? Yeah, let's 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 go into okay. it. Dude. Let's go into it. Okay, so there's this director. His name is Jun Lok Godard. Okay. Okay. So he's he's French. Mm. So you know, back then movies were movies. Uh they were all shooting on film black and white. Yeah. This certain director, he, his cuts are really, people to say it's, it's not, he doesn't conform to like normal filmmaking standards. Okay. So this movie is called, uh, one of the movies is called Breathless. Uh-huh. Boy and girl, like this relationship, uh, mm-hmm. get to know each other. Dude, their cuts are just, it is jump cuts, but it feels invincible. What do you mean? Like, try, okay, try and explain it. Try okay, so explain. there's this scene, they're in the car. Uh-huh. So like, the driver, front passenger, and then like, the POP of them at the back seat. Mm. So they're just driving, driving, turning, talking, then cut, 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 with the same short size, mm. cut, cut. They didn't have to pan to the other driver or the other passenger. It was just a girl only. So like, I felt, after watching that, like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, and he is the one who, like, he and other few of the French directors created this thing called the French New Wave. Yes, oh, yeah, I was about to bring it up actually. Yeah. Because whatever you're talking about is exactly what the French New Wave is, uh, where time moves in a very different. Exactly. Uh, what? Okay, so the cinema, okay, not, not cinema, like traditionally it's been the story is told chronologically. Yep. Uh, from minute number one to minute number 90, right? Yeah. And then the French New Wave, they, they fucked with that. They fucked with the concept of time. Time. Yeah, and so there were instances where, like you said, right, jump cuts was a very strong feature of French cinema. The, the camera is locked off, yeah. right? Then you just jump cut, jump cut to show the passage of time. Yeah. And sometimes they do it not to show the passage of time and to show the passage of emotion also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fucking strong. Yeah, so they cut so to emotion. Strong. Just cut to emotion rather than just cutting for conti. Yeah. Or like cutting for like safety coverage. Just cutting based on emotion. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, it's fucking possible, eh? Exactly, yeah, and it's, it's very playing. strong. Yeah, the the impact it creates is so strong. Yeah, yeah. This French New Wave, exactly. That uh, there's there's also this video I think on on YouTube that uh, I guess encapsulates it even better lah. Okay, uh, I'll try and find it. I'll link it in the show notes. See the thumbnail of the scissors. Yes, oh, that's, the one, that's the one. That's the one. So in particular, they were referring to I think they were referring to the shot that you just spoke about. Yeah, uh, they cut and then sometimes they have picture in picture also. Mm-hmm. So like uh, so I guess to explain it is like you have example you have a shot of a bedroom right then you have a picture in picture so that means there's another uh, video footage overlaid on top of yeah. it in a square let's just say yeah. of a boy doing something lah and then there's another overlay of another boy doing something whatever so so is layering lah right yeah and people didn't used to do that for film uh, even Wes Anderson like for all of his glory right. He he really does picture in picture. If you notice, like it's always one shot to another shot to another shot. It's not it's not layered in. Uh, a good example of this is like fucking how Japanese manga or anime does it. Oh, yeah, 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 They like to do a lot of like picture in picture stuff. They're also living on their own planets. Like, exactly, so they yeah. have their own fucking taste, lah. Yeah, which is amazing, right? Like yeah, you, you you go to Japan for a certain kind of film. That being said, right? Have you seen Speed Racer? Yeah, Dude, the CG amazing, sir. 
Okay, Speed Racer is the bravest film in like cinematography and directing, yeah. right? And VFX as well. Yeah. All the squiggly lines and all this. Exactly, dude. Like at some point of time, I don't feel like I'm watching a video game, but I'm watching like a cartoon movie. But yeah. But it's fucking three-dimensional. <laughs> exactly. It was told very, very bravely, lah. Yeah. I would say. And they're not, they're, the directors really had a vision yeah. for it. And there was a scene where, okay, so we talk about it now, right? Let's say we are given a script right now. Uh, the, the part of the script is, okay, exterior, racetrack. Uh, crowds are going wild. The race is in the final lap, mm-hmm. right? And then it's neck and neck. Okay. A speed racer against another guy. Okay, uh-huh. and then it says commentators are going wild, right? How do you? How would you direct that shot? Yeah, just go with the generic. You know, definitely will take the shot of the audiences. Uh-huh. You go by cut by cut by cut. Uh. Yeah, but for fucking speed racers, yes. the camera is fucking moving. Like exactly, oh. <laughs> the camera is moving, following the the cast, and then it fades in and out to like multiple talking heads. Yeah, and then like got a flashback, and I got a picture in picture somewhere somehow. Exactly, it's <laughs> crazy. It, it's like. Who the fuck does the cross dissolve of a face into another face into yeah. another face and like it's going across the screen? Super school technique, but Powerful. it steps out as fucking modern. Yeah. Exactly. Because it, it captured what you as the audience were supposed to feel. Yeah, I I feel like that that movie was immersive. <laughs> yeah. I feel you don't need the 15 seconds to hijack you. Yeah. Dude, that movie was justice. Uh. Exactly. It it really caught you from the moment it started, uh. Yeah, I mean, I, it was really insane. It was really insane. Okay, that's Speed Racer, lah. Yeah, and that yeah. was the directing choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another thing. So, I was thinking that I was talking to Diana about this also. Uh, I think one of the reasons why your stuff looks like your stuff is because your influences and your inspiration is very different from a lot of other people. Uh. You you watch some fucked up films, uh, That's <laughs> one thing. I know that for sure. Yeah, love My and sucker for fucked. Exactly. Fucked up films is one thing. The second thing is that you have a more... Uh, okay, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Uh. Okay, I wouldn't say it's nuanced. Uh, okay. But I feel like... Okay, it's the same thing as somebody who's very good at... Who's a very good speaker. Right. Traditionally, a okay. very good speaker. Uh, so they have a very large vocabulary for the same word. Okay. Right? Like So it's, it's like saying... Or instead of somebody saying, I'm very, very angry... Uh, I would say I'm, I'm frustrated. Alright. Or like, I am, I've blown my top off or whatever shit. Like, you get what I mean? Like, you get what I'm going with this, right? the fan and stuff like that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But you get what I'm going with this, yeah. right? There are many ways to say the same thing. Okay. I feel like that's it for you and like, doing all these wedding videos. Interesting take, man. Yeah, you're more familiar with the language of a wedding film because you're more familiar with the language of film in general. Yeah. So, I think that's the thing, right? Like one of the issues that I, I'm also guilty of this. Uh, okay. I learn on YouTube, and when I learn on YouTube, my reference is YouTube. Yeah. Right, and then like you're stuck in this very narrow bubble of of work, uh, and everything starts to look the same. Yeah. So the the wider your references are, the wider your inspiration is, the more unique your work becomes. Uh. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very careful with what I consume. Yeah, what I consume, I'm like super careful, like even with like friends and stuff. Mm. Like if I really don't vibe, I'll just like disappear. Mm. And like if if you know like songs or or like 
movies people ask me to watch like certain mm. movies no no yeah so i'm like super careful with my visual library yeah right? i feel like we are all ais who are in deep machine learning you would want to feed like proper information to get yes great results yeah which are deemed happy for the both ai and the deep machine and the developer as well yeah so i test to feel that i'm a, <laughs> a fucking ai i'm just like very careful if i'm consuming interesting at the same time i'm just learning uh. yeah okay i guess you put it very well like uh as an exercise think of the last 10 things you did today or 10 things you consume and then from now onwards you can only reference those 10 things yeah like that's that's how important it is to be very specific with what you consume right yeah. like because you keep recalling it like you recall the thing that stop of mind yeah that was the only data in the library yeah exactly so i guess the more varied your library is because you only have enough mental space to remember these things yeah. right like so don't fill it with junk i guess yeah man like yeah like very careful with my whatever information i take whatever movies i watch mm. i sometimes go to a friend's place even like my parents they watching like their you know vasantham drama yeah or like sun tv or anything ah like uh-huh. because my my editing my editing space is in the living room like it's in between ah, the kitchen and living room okay and then the tv is at the living room ah mm. is at the door so like sometimes when my family watch like certain stuff uh, i try not to I, although the sound is quite loud it's quite mm. attractive i try my best to not look at the tv because i know it's fucked up yeah so like but it's nice to look at like Look! 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 Look at it! Like what yeah. fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're just back here like cutting like the tokadi. <laughs> yeah, so like okay, I guess my parents have like their own taste. Exactly. I mean, it is also mainstream. Uh, it's a it's a mass audience. Yeah, mass uh, audience. perception, right? Yeah. So it's it's fucking Marvel movies, lah, right? <laughs> it's mass audience. It's nice to you. Nobody will hate a Marvel movie, right? Except for Black Widow. Have you seen Black Widow? I did. I didn't really enjoy it. Oh, Black Widow was. It was bad for you. Was it bad for you? Dude, it was hard to sit in the. Yeah, correct. I feel like they tried to be funny, like tried to be overly funny, but at the same time, like. I think the whole, the whole like plot reveal and like the whole. The whole like flow of cinematography, it feels like I'm watching a TV show. Yeah, it's not MCU anymore. Yeah. It's just like another one of like, you know, the what call it the Flash series. Yeah, yeah, yeah like CW show. Uh. Yeah, CW. I feel like I'm watching like one of those, and then like correct, correct, correct. It's complete detachment. Uh, like I, also, I think because the there were no stakes because we know she's gonna die. Yeah, you know, like there's no stakes to be lost here. True. Like I think that's also part of it, lah. It's quite uh, sad, yeah. But oh. at the same time, you're right in the sense that, like, it it definitely did not feel like a MCU movie. Mm. In fact, the 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 limited the TV shows felt more like a MCU movie than yeah. Black Widow itself. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with like not having powers or whatever, lah. Yeah. I just felt like yeah, it it definitely had a bigger part to play. I think the most inspiring. Um, Marvel MCU series have done is the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm, yeah, yeah, the yeah. ending of like the whole series where like Sam is just talking off to the yeah the, the, the higher authorities yeah. uh, and I like fuck that is what superheroes are made to do yeah correct correct not If, in like fancy capes and stuff the guy is just flesh and blood yeah 
That's true. Okay, I, okay, that was also the premise of the entire thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you yeah. had a super serum, would you take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? They, they, they definitely, like, presented that. Presented it very well. <laughs> correct, correct. And this is off the back of the legacy of, like, Steve Rogers being, yeah. like, a super serum soldier, that kind of shit. And then you have this, like, normal dude mm-hmm. who's just fucking trying his best uh, as yeah. a black man in fucking America yeah, yeah, yeah. of all places, right? Yeah, that's true. They presented that, that conundrum, not say conundrum, but they presented the challenge very well. Super invincible, sir. Yeah. I didn't feel forced to watch. Correct. It feels like, wow, this, this is one of the greatest character arcs in MCU. Yeah, from a fucking nobody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the heck? From a fucking nobody, then Falcon, and yeah, then man. like sideline, sideline, then he's taking on the mantle. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can say like, the information that I take in like, Majority were like from fucked up films. Yeah, so one of them was even one of your favorite directors, as far as I know, is Gaspar No. Yeah, Gaspar No. Gaspar Noir. Gaspar, Gaspar Noir. Noi. Gaspar. Just Gaspar Noi. Yeah. I might be wrong. I might be very wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jasper Noi. Gaspar. Gaspar. Confirm is Gaspar. Gaspar. Okay. Uh, you told me to watch one of his films. <laughs> I had a fucking like, anxiety attack, dude, for like a couple of days. I I felt so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought, okay, so when you show me the trailer, right? I was like, yes. Oh, oh yeah, this, this movie is called Climax. It's about like this dance troupe who re- rehearsing in France and then like, um, like throughout the rehearsal, the, they she is a fan, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were spiked with like potent LSD and then like things take. A turn for the worst, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess at this point, spoilers ahead. Uh, I will purposely leave like a gap in the fucking recording that just says that me just says spoiler 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 for the next few like seconds and then we'll cut back to this uh. okay spoiler 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 alert uh, for the next few for the next few sections uh, I guess we're gonna be talking about film okay. for quite a while yeah okay climax okay the film is climax it was yes. released in 2016 18. 2018 Yeah, it's quite recent. Yeah. It's quite fucking recent, dude. Yeah, so the film, right? It, okay, don't be surprised. I actually have the lighting floor plan. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, <laughs> I can show it to you right now. Holy shit. Okay, so basically, this director, Gaspar, he is not a fan of like having like actual lights on set, like on light stands or what. Okay. He, he didn't like it. Because okay. to him, I mean, his films are. Hmm, feeding on like one takes mm-hmm. and like the action in between those one takes it's so fucking fluent yes and like yeah it is it is his natural thing to not have any like you know like obvious light stands or what so the whole film took like 15 days to film mm-hmm. which is fucking short by the way yeah prior to the 15 days like before the 15 days they had like two weeks to rig up the entire of pre-production lah, right to rig up the set up and all that yeah, yeah. yeah okay, just show it to you so like, it's all it's all in French. Oh shit, it's all in French. Eh? So the lights, they just like plan the floor lamp, the fluorescent tubes. It's all adjustable. So there's one scene where everything changed to red. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the fucking floor plan, dude. Yeah. How do you get this? What the fuck? <laughs> I think the internet. The internet has its ways. So yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, yeah, the movie like. Okay, so how it was written, right? It was fucking amazing. So this Gaspar director, he was on search ah, for like dancers. Mm. So, 
um, he was looking like for different variations of dance. Um, you have the crum, you have like the hip hoppers, yeah. Like, uh, what do you call it? Pop and lockers, then ballerinas also, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like after that, like he he just decided to like take certain um dancers, and then he wrote the story around them. Mm. Yeah. So the scene start off like the first, the first part start off like, like with the tape. Yeah. Then he just ask like, "What's your name?" And yeah. just ask, what like, would you do for dance? Yeah. And then yeah. like if if you to. They, you know, like you from the first introduction, you get the first impression. Correct. And then, like some sort of jokes were like yeah. thrown away, and then then jokes actually come back in, right? Come back in <laughs> in the most primitive way, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so this film climax and uh, what's the, the film author that uh-huh. Gaspano is right? It's so fucking insane. Uh, climax, you can get it on Amazon yeah. uh, Prime right now. Yeah. To give you a context of how fucking insane this movie is. And insane in a good way, uh. like okay, it's it's unnerving, it's an anxiety attack to watch it, but it's so fucking crazy because the credits of the film come in halfway, yeah, <laughs> halfway through the fucking film, then the credits roll. It's in fucking insane, dude. So when the film ends, it just cuts to black, and you just leave. Exactly. You leave it's, in fucking shock. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and he's a habit of doing this. So yeah. like, he always rolls. Okay, so there's credits like. Uh, backstage crew all that yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it's always at the start of the film so that's that uh, this, the middle of the film was when the credits for the actors names came in yeah. it's so fucking insane fucking cool, eh? it's like it's like a second it's like this is when the movie starts uh. yeah. it's to remind you that you're watching something you're watching a piece of cinema uh. yes it's really to it's amazing okay the choreography for that film Ooh. was fucking insane dude like how the camera communicated with the actors as exactly. well like, what the f- the camera was so organic. Yeah, and know? then like, it, oh yeah, the other time, the, the okay, how I watched this film, right? Mm. I think back then they had this SGIFF. Yeah, yeah, Singapore International Film Festival, uh, right? Yeah. And then like, they had this movie mm. screened in GV Paileba for two screening timings. Yeah. And then occasionally they just had like, hey guys, we just screening again. So I went there with my friend. Uh, mm. And like, it was just me and him uh, sat beside each other. Uh, then we just start the film. Because yeah. initially, I, I just told him, like, hey, you should watch his other films, uh, like Enter the Void, yeah. uh, Irreversible, Love, maybe you can get the general idea. Yeah. And he's like, ah, never mind. He uh. came in blind. Uh. Came in fucking <laughs> blind. <laughs> no, no clue at all. Uh. Like, I, I'm just telling him, like, bro, just be surprised. Uh, like, and be open, uh, so, right? Yeah, just tahan. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> like, and after the, we were... We were we got our seats and stuff like that. Rank enough, the cinema didn't start like advertisements or what, you know. Uh, straight away start a movie. Okay, okay. It started with the opening like, in the winter, yeah, right? Yeah, in the winter. Yeah. Straight away start that like, hey, is this it? Yeah. I, I cannot question that. Like, mm. Start it. And then like, you know the part where, oh yeah, this is still spoilers. Yeah, okay. Spoilers from now onwards. So you can just yeah. fucking say. Right? Yeah, just say it. Just fuck it, dude. I think, like the, the cinema was quite full, you know. Uh-huh. And then when the part where they start to accuse the girl or like kill yourself, kill yourself, right? Yeah, and then they kick her stomach. Yeah, I okay, I was so gut-wrenching, dude. I was watching through my fingers, man. Fuck! Dude, the sound, the yeah. sound, like, then, oh, dude, she's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, exactly. She, got she, a- she was really fucking pregnant. Yeah. And she got kicked and punched and dragged, dude. If you notice, I like, uh, at the start of the film, she was just like, yeah, everyone was dancing after dancing, they just like, lip parking and yeah. stuff like that. Then when she saw this Tito, she like carry him. Yeah. Sayang, sayang. Yeah, and then that's where you get to know like, oh, that's why 
Yeah. He's so like comfortable with children. Yeah, because she has one, lah. Yeah. Yeah, in her stomach, lah. Yeah. And like she cannot kick, ah. Yeah. And like the sound design was just fucking. Do it. It's it's an attack, ah. Yeah, I was watching in the cinema. I felt the pain, sir. So <laughs> I like here comes the pain. <laughs> it's so visceral, you know, because like. Okay, one thing I think French cinema also right like the whole okay after the opening number the opening number is fucking amazing you should just watch it uh. <laughs> the opening number is so fucking amazing uh, and the and the choreography before the the second credits yeah. which was the middle of the film those are the only two safe things you can watch <laughs> in this entire fucking film those are the only two safe things after the opening number they start talking about they're just like small talk right amongst yeah, them friends like a, like sexual talk like yeah so the two uh, hip hoppers right yeah. the two black dudes. They were just talking about like forcing, like forcing sex with another one of the yeah. Like they were talking about who they want to fuck ah. Yeah, right? in the like the dance group. And then there's the white dude, the bald white dude. Oh yeah. The main, yeah. Se- second main character, I guess. Yeah, the guy with the jacket. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the tectonic guy. Yeah, yeah that guy is fucking cool. Eh? <laughs> he is quite cool. So all of them are cool. I yeah. feel like all of them as dancers, right, are fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, so they, the two black dudes had a conversation about sex for very long. Like a yeah. good five minutes, the camera didn't even move. Yeah. It was just them and the chemistry. But you watch through it, you know. You, you actually sit through that conversation. You're not bored. No. Maybe you might be a bit offended, but you're not bored. Uh. Yeah. You're still fucking glued to it. And it's a testament uh, to, to the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy, dude. <sighs> I like how like they have so much of like character. Yeah. And then like... Very fleshed out, right? For only seeing them in vignettes. Yeah. And then like, you know the, the, the lead actress? Yeah. Her name was Selva. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in Spanish it means forest or something like that. Mm. I might be wrong. And then like, you know, there's one scene like she was like totally picking on acid. Mm. And then like she was just walking around like the place. Mm. And then she saw this... She saw this like big mural in front of her like trees. Mm. Then like she like calm herself down. Yeah. So I guess that was like the Easter egg, like, oh her name Salva follows oh, Okay, okay, okay. So okay. like comforting. Uh. So because the movie there are no windows. Yeah. You, correct, you correct. cannot see the outside world. It's correct. just people Yeah, in, actually that's true. There's no windows at all. Uh. Yeah, and you can't see the outside, uh. it's just you're, you're stuck inside, yes. Snowing yes. heavily. Uh. So everybody was just there dancing and just that's unexpectedly. True. Yeah, so the whole film took a very, very dark turn. Yeah, la. dark turn. It's a, okay, so I read a review that ex- explained it perfectly. Okay. The the quote for the film, right, that he gave was basically he said, uh, "Climax is a glimpse of heaven, right before a descent into hell." Yep. It, and it's so fucking true, dude. It's one single sentence. Yeah, that is the film. Uh, that's climax for you. Uh. That's <laughs> fucking climax for you. Uh. <coughs> yeah. But but the takeaways here, right? I mean, if you could watch through it, and you did, like, obviously, right? More than once. Yeah. <laughs> the cinematography is insane. And insane. It's a very... I don't know how he does it. Or I don't know what kind of planning goes involved, right? And I don't know how he directs his films or so. But he really makes you watch what he wants you to watch. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, it's also timed so... Per- I don't know what it is. Because uh, one thing about it is one takes so fluid. So fluid, but you're not lost. Yeah. You're, okay, it's fluid. You're not lost. And your attention is really there. You still have time to digest yes. certain conversations from like, different exactly. parts of the screen. Yeah, that's... 
Exactly. It's like I feel like that is the most healthy one take, enough to digest. Eh? Yeah, it's the right pacing also. <laughs> right? But I just okay. So, I think the the content itself, right, where it's about LSD trip gone wrong. Yeah. And then, uh, that in itself is really a, a realm of fantasy, right? Yep. So it really clues you in on on wanting to know more. Yeah. Like it's it's pulling out this nature inside you whereby you're about to see shit go down, but you don't want to turn away. <laughs> You know, so you're, you're glued in and then you add in, yeah. yeah, fucking Bopian, dude. You're, you're tied into this fucking camera that's just like, flo- it's floating around. Floating. You'll, you'll need to know the ending. <gasps> Even if you stop halfway, you're going to think about it the next few days. Exactly. It's sad with me. The film sat with me, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a movie. Uh, it's a film. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh. And the other part where the kid, the kid. Okay, oh my God, dude. Okay, that was crazy. The kid died. Yeah. So she... One of the characters, uh, the mother, right? She yeah. what she she's a choreographer, is it? She's like the so called like producer. Uh, like, ah. Uh, yeah, she's like the so called producer. Uh. Yeah, and then she saw the son take a drink of the sangria. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, I'm gonna lock you away in the yeah. closet with cockroaches and shit. And the sound just screaming. Hearing yeah. the screams. Tito, Tito. Fucking crazy. Oh, the mommy, mommy. Yeah, mommy, mommy. There's cockroaches. Oh. I can't hear. And then off-screen dialogue. Then she she locked the key. Yeah, and she lost the key. She lost the fucking key, Because <laughs> they're all on a fucking bad trip. And then yeah. the kid electrocuted himself. Yeah. Right, and that's why the whole power went out. Right? Yep. Fuck. And the whole camera even flew like through the wall. Yeah. Through the wall up the ceiling. Like, yes. Fuck, like. Dude, okay, but he's got a habit of doing that. Like, yeah. From Enter the Void. Yeah, Actually, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So, Enter the Void. Okay, the thing about his films, like uh, Gaspano's films, the VFX is very, very subtle. Mm. But I think it's subtle f- so that you don't break that realism. But, yeah. yeah, like, I, it doesn't feel as though at any. Okay, so now, now we're talking about Enter the Void. Uh. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Enter the Void, if you turn off the audio right, and just watch it, right, it just looks like a VFX reel. Right, like yeah. is that the camera floating from one spot and it's all top down, top down, top down, top down, right? It's Soul going, is going, just going, like going. Flying around. Yeah, okay, so okay, that's the one thing that I feel like his setups are so fucking good, man. So enter the void starts with the guy and in the bedroom. Yeah, in the bedroom and the sister, right? Yeah. And then his friend comes over and he talks about this book. Ah, right? fuck, I forget the books, yeah. The book was what set up the whole fucking thing. So this book was given by his friend. Okay, the main character. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you see it from a POV of the main character? It's as though you're wearing a GoPro. Right? That's, Google that's, glasses. Yeah, it's so insane that it was fluent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get any motion sickness. Yeah. I caught every single piece of information that was given at me. The whole first quarter of the film is a POV of the main character. Literally, like it's like playing an FPS game. Uh. Was like there, there were scenes of flashbacks, right? Yeah. So the camera was just behind the kid. So like, smart. Blink the eye like, Close, cut to black. Exactly. Dude, it's so smart. It's such a smart way of presenting this information. And, and, and it wasn't loud. Like, it felt so soft and like, Correct. I'm just peering through your memories. <laughs> Correct. Then the whole concept of, so the, the setup of Enter the Void was that uh, it follows the Buddhists uh, in this movie. Lah. Mm-hmm. They say that the Buddhists would, because reincarnation is a big thing, right? Yeah. In Buddhism. So this this movie entered a void. They painted in such a way whereby after you die, your soul leaves the body, but your soul wanders the earth. Yeah. Then, but the soul also sees a bunch of colors and shit, mm-hmm. and like it's just human nature yep. to to not stay in that void la, and to be reincarnated because you want to get out yeah. or your det- or your attachment to the world is too strong or something like that. Yeah. So you see his soul. So how, the first quarter of the film 
Okay, the whole film is basically about what happens after this particular one guy dies. It didn't occur to me la, until you brought up the Buddhism reincarnation. Yeah. Because like for me, like how I, I how I seen it is like yeah, I'm sure you have heard the like the theory of like when you die you see the last seven seconds of your life mm. in flashes. So what I had thought was because like before he went to the pub or club, he took a hit of DMT. Yeah. So like in that substance like kinda slows down time. Mm. So at the same time, like while he was in that substance, he got shot. Mm. So I kind of felt that while he is like peaking or like DMT, mm. his soul is still on DMT oh, and like time okay. moves by slower. It's slower, blah. Slower, slower. Slower. <laughs> slower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was like my, my, my take on it. Like, hey, that was a good take though by the Buddhism reincarnation. Yeah. So, because he explained the flashbacks and like him being able yeah, to oh, see yeah, uh, oh, the yeah. Now you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Because if not, how can he see... Okay, the, his another one take, the amazing one was when the guy ran from the club, the guy in the purple shirt. Uh-huh. He was running down the street of Tokyo. Was it the top down, right? Yeah, top down. Fucking amazing. Amazing, dude. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing, dude. That's crazy. Gaspar Noe is an insane director. Uh, his previous films were off the fucking charts. So even prior to Climax and Enter the Void, is it? Yeah, there's this one movie called Irreversible. That's the one with the Monica Bellucci yeah. rape, right? You know, that was that left the whole audiences at Khan's fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> like there's one video on YouTube like <laughs> the title is uh, Irreversible Khan's reaction. Mm. And Tamlin is just one angry guy. <laughs> and then like everybody say like disgusting, like, it's not a film, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Torture. So <laughs> Okay, but to be fair, all of his content in in his movies is very, very uh primal. Uh, yeah, primitive, primal. Super. Like you see an abortion yeah. happen uh, on screen in yep. Enter the Void. I mean it's not I guess it's not a real abortion, but uh, as close as you can get to it, like, right? It replicates I don't know how he sees things. Uh, yeah, like, but yeah. his vision, uh, his vision is insane, right? <laughs> There's a lot of uh, boob sucking and dick <laughs> sucking. There's a lot of sex. Yep. There's a lot of nudity. Uh, you see dicks a lot. You see boobs a lot. You see vaginas a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot of drugs also. Yep. And a lot of like just weird characters uh, that somehow feel very human. Yeah. And like the whole colors. Yeah. It's like, wow. Like so explosive. Yes. And yes. like everything is like glowing and like breathing. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. It has its own pulse. Why? Why do you think his? If you could break down a frame from his movie, right? Uh, why do you think it looks like cinema? I guess to portray cinema, like this is just my personal. Yeah, opinion. of course, of course. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I guess what <coughs> constitutes to cinema is like you know back days, back the day when you're shooting on film. Mm. So when you want to shoot like. Indie, cine- indie cinema back then you yeah. want to shoot on, on film you really need to plan the shot mm. well I mean you wouldn't have a liberty to think about safety takes yeah because yeah. film was back then fucking expensive yes so in order to have the cinema context it's just a matter of like camera is just invincible like it's really properly planned uh. you don't have like unnecessary shots like cutting to the action Mm. Because all of his shots are just wide and he's moving, floating around. Yeah. And to me, it's like you, you can tell in some of his shots. Also, they were not the perfect shot. Yeah. 
Right, but but I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it could be like the emotion that he captured in it. Like, yeah, and also like the sound design. Yeah, like, fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, Gaspino. Like his this. I've I've yet to go through his discography or film. Yeah. I intend to lah. Uh, I think there's one video on YouTube. Like it's like uh, closet picks. Mm. No, not closet, but DVD picks are like favorite films. Yeah. I just watch it on YouTube. Uh, like his picks on DVD. Yeah, so yeah. All the films all like from long time ago. If you want to be as good as the people you look up to, right? You shouldn't uh, study the pe- the person you look up to. You should study the person they look they look up to. Yeah, like go to the root of all inspirations. Yeah, uh. exactly. Like find the proper root, and then like you'll branch out a different reality. Correct. Yeah. From your what you want to achieve from the person you exactly find to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're saying it weird, uh, but you get <laughs> the point, right? If you look up to A, A look up to B. Uh, you should be looking up to B lah, basically. Yeah. Like you gotta find what inspires the person who inspires you, uh. which is insane, right? And I think this also speaks about like why what makes us different. Also, <coughs> I had this conversation uh, with another one of my friends. Uh, basically, we're saying everybody's gonna animate a ball a different way. If you okay. give them, if you if you just give them a ball, uh-huh. uh, tell them to move the ball from point A to point B. We've never we haven't done an experiment yet. Oh, like. interesting. So we're intending to like get a group of people through it. Uh, if you're interested, uh, drop me a DM, I guess, and I'll just pass you the file. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so I feel like that's the same thing for scripts also. When you see a script, uh, every director, everybody, not even just a director, is going to interpret it a different way. Yeah, and then like at some point of time where the script writer sees the whole scene, yeah. like, fuck, that's not what I envisioned. Exactly, right? Yeah. Like, okay, but at what point does, does it stop becoming your work? Right, if you're a script writer... Mm-hmm. Is it the moment of handoff to the to the director that it stops becoming your work? I think the handoff to the right director to mm. do you justice yeah. instead of like finding a slot to fill mm. for like hey we got one slot for director want to take for script really really it's mm. not blindly chosen uh. it's properly like it, I guess like working in a film you really need to marry the team. right team uh, right yeah the right team and like get everybody on the same page. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's why the same directors keep working with the same crew. So, yeah. right. Uh, I read this story about... Okay, this is fucking weird. Lah. What's that guy's name? The guy who does Transformers. Michael Bay? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not the most amazing... Hey, this uh, is not a spoiler, the spoiler finish yet. Uh, I haven't yet. We're just, talk, okay, we're just okay. like, talking right okay, now. Okay, okay. Uh, so, the story about Michael Bay is that... Uh, he's not... He's not, it's not really cinema, lah, right? It's, it's just blockbusters. He's damn good at blockbusters, yeah. though. He can direct the fuck out of action. Uh. And like, when I watch back Transformers and all that, right? It really is fucking good action, man. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Like when I sat down and I like, thought about the choices of shots he takes. I mean, he cuts way too fast and shit, yeah. right? But it's, it's a director's choice. Uh. Yeah. And it, it all fucking adds up. So this guy, this, this Michael Bay, he keeps using the same crew yeah. for each film. And he's notorious for being an asshole. Uh. <laughs> this Michael Bay guy. Like he shouts at his crew and yeah. all this kind of nonsense. Uh. So he was saying uh, in one of those interviews, I can't remember with who, but basically he was saying that uh, he shouts at his crew, makes makes make it, makes them feel like shit and all that, right? Because he gives them a common enemy to uh, be upset about. Uh-huh. So his crew is more in sync with each other. Okay. And then they will they will perform their best work because they want to help each other get the work done. That's quite intense. Yeah, it's a crazy way of like doing that's, shit, right? That's his way of doing things. Uh. It's do, his way of doing things, but that's it works. Cool. Uh, it works for him. And I mean, he—it's he, not like he's a—he—it's not like he's an asshole. Like he looks after his guys, uh, Yeah. 
from from what I read, like he really makes sure they get paid on time, they get paid the right amount, so on and so forth. So yes, this another movie, like, Is it the free guy? Is it Michael Bay? I think it's produced by Michael. I don't know whether he does film anymore. I can't remember. I think he produces a lot now. Yeah. Man, but yeah, okay. Sorry, back to cinema. Back oh, to yeah. like as like directors and shit. Eight twenty four. Eight twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. Eight twenty four in Vice. Yes. Climax was Vice. Oh, but Climax was Vice. Uh? Yeah. Damn. I didn't know they did films, you know. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like in the theater, like fucking Vice. Vice, Vice movies. What? What? UK rave scene. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Vice made films. I didn't know either. Fuck. And uh, I'm like, this another film, The Good Time. Yes, okay. Yo, the. the Sa- Satfi Brothers. Uh. Safdi Brothers. Safdi Brothers. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of ranking uh, the anxiety attacks that right, you get, you get the most with Climax. Like, through the fucking roof, uh, your anxiety will blow. You like, need to take meds after that. While watching the fucking film, you need to take oh, meds. Safdi Brothers, Uncut Gems, and Good Time. Good Time, I would say. Good, Good Time, time yeah. is like one rung below uh, Climax in terms of anxiety attack. Uh. I feel like the whole genre is based on panic. <laughs> Everybody is screaming, shouting at the same exactly. time. Like, Gorana coming, Gorana. It doesn't stop. It doesn't yeah. stop. It, it really doesn't fucking stop. Like, in Good Time, okay, the, in Good Time, the action was... I wouldn't even call it action, uh, but the drama unfolded. Uh, it, it didn't give you space to breathe. Yeah. The film didn't give you space to breathe at all. From the moment, the only it's opening just shot, fuck up after every yeah. fuck up. You only get to breathe at the start and at the end of the film. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of critics say that Good Time was like a, it felt like a documentary film. Mm. I I think the reason why it 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 stand out as a documentary film because you know like they had like extras in the movie Good Time, mm. and then you get to see their reaction shots. Yeah, and like some of the reactions were just soulless. Yeah. They just like very normal people. Yeah. And then like on top of that, they they had some like you know like those helicopter shots. Like yeah. Zoom in. Yeah. And then like they teased us a little bit inside the lockup where the guy was watching, um, what you call that cops or is it law? Yeah, yeah, the cops, cops, cops. Yeah, and then like you know the camera work, how it works. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they zoom into the highway chase and everything. Yes. And then, like it, it feels like all these elements the Safdi brothers took into context to make it feel. Like a documentary film. Correct. Wait, that was fucking insane. Like, I, I wouldn't have thought like to cast like a soulless person to be an extra. Like, hey, your job is a psychiatrist. Just say these lines. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like usually actors were like... You actor. Know, the actor, right? They'll act with their like full facial <gasps> eyes, everything. Mm. But, but for like the extras in the film, it was just, hey, uh, do this. Okay. Uh, yeah, on that note, right? Like they keep uh, hiring people who are actually doing their job. Like, yeah, I feel so. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> in 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 uncut gems, the jewelry dealers were actual jewelry yeah, yeah, ju- yeah. jewelry dealers. Uh. Yeah, I think if given a choice to choose between these two, I'll choose good time. Really? Yeah. I'll yeah, choose I, good time. I also would prefer good time. I prefer good time uh, to uncut gems actually. Yeah, I feel like good time is yeah, good time is beautiful. Like yeah. the whole, yeah, the whole dialogue and the whole, like the whole flow. Correct, correct, correct. Robert Pattinson did a fucking fantastic job as well. Yeah, like, he carried the film. Uh. He, he carried, carried the, fucking, he carried the film. fucking film. Like I, I feel like there's, like good time is just you know, 
you have, you still have like certain dialogues imprinted in your head. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, it's crazy! And the last scene, the fella just jumped out. Yeah, insane, dude. Insane, dude. But okay, the thing about these films also, right? I guess the the true line here, the connecting thread, the the characters aren't good people, uh. or rather, like maybe they're good, but on the outside, the choices they make aren't like. Log- I would say logical uh. They aren't like Ethically good choices yeah. That they make It's but not so civil uh. It's not so civil It's not so black and white also. Uh, they, The whole film is fucking grey And you can't really tell Whether the person Is a good person also. Yeah. It, it toes the line between Sometimes you see The good moments Sometimes you see The fucked up moments uh. yeah. And it's the choices They make So, so the thing about it right, That I was thinking about right, I would have made A lot of similar choices If I was in that position also. Mm-hmm. So I bust my, my brother out Yeah from psychiatry because I'm a shit brother to begin with, right? Uh, and then we go and rob a bank. Yeah. Right? We rob a bank, things go sideways already. Super sideways. Super fucking sideways. Then you're like, if you're so fucking desperate, you want to break your brother out of the hospital, right? Yeah. That kind of shit. Like, it, he made logical choices uh, that just ended up like becoming worse and worse and worse and worse. You know? Unknowingly, yeah, worse. Yeah. And it's like, we, we, we sat there, we didn't question the logic Correct. the... Of the film, I I feel like that is the magic part. Like, you should not make your audience. Yeah, they make you stop and think, yeah. About their logic, mm. like, eh, takkan gitu eh, selalunya, fuck lah. This is the movie you watch it lah. Yeah, it, okay, maybe that could be the whole panic attack thing, right? Yeah, like, keeping us distracted. <laughs> like, fuck, what's going on? It, no time to think. Just go, go, just go, 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 go. On that note, uh, good time though. Good, a good time Uncut Gems yeah. I think that one was Not as Adam Sandler's character Had a lot of chances To make it right And it was Fucking great Yeah, yeah He acted The fuck out of that role yeah. But I think He got a chance To beat up the weekend Or so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell Yeah dude But he had a lot He, lot, he had a lot of chances To turn it around He got the money That he needed right But he went to Fucking reinvest Gamble. it Yeah Yeah that's the turn right? la. That's the fucking turn la, I think Right I huh. like to think of it Like both the films Like Good Time And uh, What you call it Uncut Gems Like You notice they have Like this UV lighting mm. Like the, the, the Good Time They had like Inside the Adventure Land Yes And then like In, in Uncut Gems Was in the cloud Where yeah. Weekend was like Hey yo <laughs> Who are you What the fuck Where's the black light I'm not If not I'm gonna perform <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the weekend, baby. <laughs> I I feel like bringing the weekend, like what what what? And yeah. the serious, serious. Then you got weekend. Yeah, it, it was such a weird. It's quite jarring, like at the same time, but you kind of accept it also, right? Yeah, like you just fucking accept it, like, It's a nonsense ass film. You got a weekend out of the blue. Who's sleeping with his girl? Uh, with his side chick. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like oh yeah, and then like you know like uh, earlier on. Um, previous films of theirs They had this film Called Danny Longlegs Oh yeah 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 I've never seen That film yet But it's about like Two kids and a father mm. I kind of feel that That one is like The reflection of them When they were kids I mean we haven't seen it yet so Yeah we, we haven't seen it yet So I'm just gonna like Still on the watch list <gasps> But Same. I definitely want to see it To understand the roots Even better lah Yeah uh, Have you seen Place Beyond the Pines? Is it the one with uh, Ryan Gosling Ryan Gosling and uh, yeah. Eva Mendes, no. Eva Mendes and also the guy, Rocket. Uh, Rocket. 
Oh, I've never seen it. I've seen like certain screens. Right? It's amazing. Uh. What is it like a genre? What, what genre? So drama? I think this is why I was trying to also kind of figure out what what are the kinds of films I actually truly like. Uh, okay. Right, Marvel movies aside, sci-fi aside, like I I feel Dune. However, it comes out, I'll love it. Uh. Yeah. Like if it's a shit ass film, I'll still be like, I fucking love Dune. Uh. Like I love Dennis Dennis like Vilvon. Yeah. I love the shit he does. Uh. Like, okay, so Place Beyond the Pines, right? It's a story about uh, lineage. It really is about that. It's a story about lineage. Yeah. So Ryan Gosling's character uh, is this like a bad boy who, he's basically a criminal. Lah, but he's got like a heart full of love for his uh, girlfriend, Eva Mendes, and their future son. So the son not born yet when the movie started. Then on the flip side, you have Rocket Raccoon's uh, actor. Is that Brad Pitt? No, hey, no, no, fuck. What's uh, his name? Shit, why is it Brad Pitt? Um, fuck, 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 fuck. The one that acted in Lee Bradley Lewis, Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, so Bradley Cooper uh, is another character, right? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> Bradley Cooper also has a son. Mm-hmm. It's a story about fathers and sons. Right? So, you think the movie... St- so, Ryan Gosling dies like one third into the movie. Whoa. Do you think, right? Like, what the fuck, right? So, he dies one time in the movie and, and he was, in the trailers, yeah, as though he was the main character that's going through the whole fucking thing, right? He dies one time into the movie uh, by, by Bradley Wait, Cooper, I think. I haven't seen the film. Oh, shit. <laughs> fuck. Sorry. So, it's a spoiler-free for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't need to know. Okay. okay. Uh, that's all you need to know. La, all right. It, right? I, I have an infatuation with... Or I don't know whether it's love or infatuation or like genuine like resonance uh, with this kind of stories that are slightly bigger than a lifetime. Wow. Okay, maybe not lifetime, but like they're, they're bigger than... Larger than life? I wouldn't say uh-huh. larger than life, but it's, it's a bit more beyond that, uh, right? Mm. Like Beyond you know, the... Like, yeah, <laughs> beyond the... <laughs> like it's, I don't know how to explain it. Uh. Sometimes you have very small stories, right? Yeah. Like Good Time is a very short, very small and concise mm-hmm. story, right? But the struggle is bigger than that. Wow. It's really about a brother trying to help. Like, he loves his brother so fucking much, but he just fucks it up. Yeah. Every fucking turn, he just fucks it up. Uh. But it, and this is just one small chapter that we get a peek into, you know? Like, we, we don't know the history before this. Yeah. But a good time is just that, and it's the last chapter for him. Yeah, once into like uh, back into like the classes and then was like into prison. Exactly, there's no way out already, uh, yeah. you know? So like, I think that's the beautiful part. Uh. Some films, they really start and end, right? Uh, with so much closure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that yeah. like, you don't think about it after that. I think it takes time to acknowledge these films. Because uh. for me, like, when I started watching like movies, I, I think I can recall the first movie I ever watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was Con Air. Con Air, Nicholas Cage, yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so it's Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage, bro. Nick yeah, Cage. the first story is about the aeroplane, <sighs> feeling prisoners, yeah. kind of hijack. Then yeah. like, for oh, fuck, suddenly Nicholas Cage ended up in the runway. Yeah. Yeah. Then like to me like, okay, that was a movie, movie. So like, after I started watching like Terminator mm. and stuff like that, things mm. on Channel Five, bro. Yeah. Then after like to a certain like stage where I feel like, hey, you know what? Not all these movie, you know, all these movies, like. You have to play on a single timeline in a room. Mm. And then like when you like walk in the room, go out in the room, the movie changes, but you still have the thought that it is still one movie. Mm. Because it looks 
so similar. Mm. So that's when I thought like, okay, so... Blockbuster bo- films? Uh? Yeah, blockbuster films. I didn't know how to like differentiate like movies that you have a proper... I won't say proper, like a, a, a emotion that you connect really mm. well with. Mm. And after I started watching, like, you know, like, started off with like, Wong Kawai. Yeah. Uh, I feel like fucking Wong Kawai is like every Singaporean's like quintessential yeah. dive into like uh, Asian cinema. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it goes from there, like, I guess. Fucking amazing. So, yeah, you're right, though. It took me, I was much, much, much older before I yeah. learned to differentiate between like a, bo- a blockbuster film. From like an indie film, from like a song. I guess horror is the most obvious one. But you still have blockbuster horror, right? Like Blockbuster horror? How yeah, so like The Grudge, you know, that oh, kind of thing. I was thinking like some like monster like... Like Godzilla. In the car scene. Oh yeah, Godzilla is a... It's not horror. It's not horror. It's, it's a monster flick, uh, right? Monster flick. Which also is kind of like a blockbuster, uh, right? Yeah. Like It's not possible to fit a Godzilla in a closet, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a big ass closet. <laughs> Exorcist. Exorcist. Ooh, Exorcist, right? Fuck. Do you watch horror films? I do. I am a bitch for it. Uh. Okay. I, I'm scared. I but I love it. Uh. Okay. I love being scared. Uh. Let's talk about Hereditary. Uh. Okay, do you watch Hereditary. it? I like Hereditary, but yeah, I, I just like the whole the whole screenplay. The, the Ari Aster screenplay. Uh. Yeah. He wrote it, you know? He yeah. fucking wrote it, you know? That's the crazy part. And like how the miniature reflects yeah. onto like Arias's blocking and camera blocking, that actor blocking, mm. it is fucking amazing. Yeah. And like the his next film, the Midsommar. Yeah. Dude, that the blocking went up to a next level. Next level where he shoot like with a mirror. Yeah. And the camera just stays. Yeah. And like, yeah, Florence Pugh did a fucking great job. She's uh, a psycho. Uh. <laughs> I, I like wow. For, at first, I, when I saw the trailer, like, cause like see, first glimpse. I thought it was Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the Black Widow sister. <laughs> now that we know. No, no, she, and she's going to be the next Black Widow, la, right? Yeah. She's the next Black Widow, la, fa, let's be honest. Uh, surprise me, Marvel. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the dad. La, it's the dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lady's name? Uh? The actress? Florence Pugh. No, the mom. The mom in Black Widow. Oh, I don't know. Sir. She was in The Mummy, right? Was she? She was. Mummy, the one with the Dorok, the scorpion. Yeah, both, both. The one with Brandon Fraser. Why? Oh, I, I don't really go watching that. She's the mummy. She was in the mummy. Oh, she. I think. Oh, that, that really the mummy is a fantastic film, by the way. Yeah, you should yeah. watch it again. Like, the I mummy think like, mummy, mummy was like the pioneer of like VFX. Yeah. Like the whole. Oh, so good. Particles and like the whole fire. Yes, and, like, dude. Okay, uh, it's uh, a modern day Indiana Jones. Uh. Mm. It really truly was that. Just yeah. in an Egyptian setting. Uh. Fucking amazing. Okay, I, wait, Ariel Aster, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Did you watch... I, my friend showed me his first fucking short film. Okay. Uh, it's called, like... Some, What's Up With The Stafford Sons or something like that. Okay. Let me fucking Google it now. Uh. I think it's important for me to mention this. Uh. What's Up With The What? Uh, Ari Aster short film. Oh, it's his short film. Uh, the Strange Thing About The Johnsons. I've never heard about this. You go home and watch it. It's okay. on YouTube. It is it's Ari Aster la. Okay <laughs> That was before Before like Hereditary even Before came. Yeah before It's his first It's his short film la. Okay Yeah yeah it's, um, it's amazing dude So even at, when he was doing Short film la, There's an element Of cinema to it mm-hmm. That uh, Carried through uh. The patience like. Yeah 
that's that's one thing. Uh, he's very methodical mm-hmm. with his shots. Yes. That's one thing, and his pacing on the film also. They sit long enough for you to feel the, to feel the emotion, uh, Okay. Or like dread, I guess. Is it like horror as well? It's disturbing, uh. Okay. I'll put it as that. Uh, no, no spoilers. Nice. <laughs> I'll link the video in the show notes also, so don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, Hereditary Midsommar. Uh, he apparently has got a new one coming up. I don't know why it is. Yeah, I have no idea as well. But yeah, fuck man. Okay, cinema lah. Yeah. Fucking hell. I think like one thing I like about Midsommar it was set in the daylight. Yes, yeah. it's a horror film in yeah. broad daylight lah. Like what the fuck? And like the whole cult. Okay, like fun fact, eh? like the whole movie involves like like Swedish culture. Yeah. Like so I went on to Google la, mm-hmm. and then like saw some Swedish critics who they were quite they find the movie quite amusing right yeah amusing because it was like, funny right yeah it was certain parts were inaccurate so <coughs> uh, for me like Singaporean son just watching it I fucking felt the whole horrors yeah, yeah. and like the whole movie right, it was like, written some notes yeah like this he wanted to make like a breakup movie okay <laughs> and then like during <laughs> the interview like he just when he said like I just wanted to make a breakup movie, so I decided to marry that with a folklore horror. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Midsummer. Yeah, and then you get that, and then like yeah, the whole, the whole part of like shooting in Hungary in the fucking sunlight yeah. and the colors really nice. It's beautiful. It, it is. All of his films are beautiful, man. Yeah, and like the whole yeah, I I just. I'm just amazed at this uh, actor and camera blocking. Yeah. Like, fucking... I feel like if you... It could be a DP reel if you put it on mute or so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing, right? Like, it, it feels... So, maybe that's it, right? Like, every shot has a reason to yeah. exist. Like, there's, if you could cut it further, I don't think you can. I feel the same way about Hereditary or so and, like, Midsommar. Even fucking Climax and shit, right? Like, yeah. what else can you cut out that won't destroy the story? Very little. Yeah. Very fucking little, man. Yeah. I think it's go as far back as like, you know, textures of the film. Yeah. Like okay, that's true. Every yeah, detail. Yeah, every detail. I think like, you know, uh, like the American students when they just arrive in the village. Mm. So this, this guy is like a mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start like tripping in the daylight and then like suddenly Florence like just want to go to the toilet. Yeah. And like the visuals were like kind of yeah, wonky. It was like wonky. liquidated already. Yeah, yeah. And then you get to see like certain faces on the mm. trees. And like jump scare <coughs> inside the toilet. Yeah. And then like, yeah, and then unravel from there. It You're right. The word is unravel. Uh. Yeah. Like I feel like when you watch Hereditary and Midsommar, the same DNA is that it unravels after the first shit happens. Uh. <laughs> Hereditary, the guy like bringing home like the girl because my sister is feeling unwell. Yeah. She put her head out the window. Boom. Fuck. And that, that fucking one shot of the guy's eyes. Yeah. He he chose to show you the brother. Until morning is the same yeah. shot that you hear the off screen screaming. Yeah. Oh. Insane. What what a fucking choice, right? Yeah. Make, like what what goes through your head when as a director you're like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show this on screen. Bringing intensity all the way. Exactly, yeah. dude. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Uh, the last, the final act of Hereditary was Ooh. just like a straight up cult shit, uh, dude. Yeah. Like fucking insane, uh. like fucking nightmare fuel type stuff. Uh. Yeah. 
It's cults, uh. I don't know. He's got a thing for cults, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Maybe he has his third film, right? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess that's what Western cinema, Western horror, mm-hmm. I mean, the closest thing you can relate to is like witches, cults. Well, I guess I guess it's, it's a bigger fear for them there. Well, yeah, the, the film, the, after Climax, Gaspar decided to make another film. Mm. It's called Luatena. Yeah. So all we know is about two witches. That's all. Yeah. So far, I've never seen the movie. I don't know where to get it. Also, yeah. Dude, okay. Uh, that being said, right? Uh, anybody knows how to get it? Let us know. Louis Tena. Yeah. Louis Tena. Okay. Uh, that being said, right? Go home and watch Black Witch Project. Oh, that's a fucking pioneer of all paranormal. Dude, like, yeah. Like, watch it. Because right now, when the last time you saw it was when you were much younger, right? Yeah. It's, just it's like a different experience now, dude. Okay. It's such a different experience now. Uh, I think because it kicked out the whole uh, found footage yeah, genre, right? The type of like film. It's much scarier now. I feel like when I watch it again as an as an adult, right? I I get I understand the film a bit more. I understand the dread of 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 being lost in the woods. Yeah. And like having this shit appear in your campsite every other fucking day. Exactly. Can you fucking imagine? I think because like we've gone through like camping ourselves and all that. Mm-hmm. Can you just fucking imagine? It's scary, man. Yeah. It hits different, uh, Like when I'm older, I so swear. If you're listening right now, and you got the guts to do it. Just watch Blavish Project. As an older person, uh, it just fucking hits different. Uh. I don't know how to explain it, uh, but it does. Uh, it does. I guess like the directors we have mentioned so far, they all have their own distinctive style, yeah, and philosophy. Philosophy, I guess it's just yeah, one, when yeah. they are making their film, it like I think like from an audience point of view, you get to see Gaspar no with more of like usage of like drugs in his movies, mm, mm. and then when as for Ari and Ari is Ari Aster is about like cult. That's yeah. all we know from his two two best films, ah. Mm. And then like you have the Safdi brothers, you know, like the, the Very hustle, distinct. the New York hustle. Yeah. The the dialogue is overlapping each other. Yeah. Like puts you in the place where like, wow, fuck, I really need to listen to someone, like one person. Exactly. Yeah. Th- that's true. That's true. Uh yeah, not a lot. Of, okay, actually a lot of directors they have a very distinct Yeah. Because okay, but they these are also people with a very short body of work. Yeah. Like it's not expensive, not in the same way that like it's like Steven Spielberg or like, oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure right like or who I don't know who else Avatar is, or uh, yeah James Cameron or whatever like I think James Cameron his films are fucking Titanic and then Avatar <laughs> I mean I don't know maybe but from what I understand is that he's always doing cutting edge technology like he waits for the technology to catch up yeah and then he does the film like he's at that point because apparently every time he releases a film is the number one film. Yeah, of all time box office is the number that like he confirms he guarantees you profit uh, yeah. every time he does a film he guarantees you profit you think that there's one director who directed Happy Feet oh dude Mad Max lah <laughs> he directed Happy Feet after yeah he Mad Max movie. yeah the Australian guy but there's also something right like there's proof in like sometimes you just gotta take the shitty job uh. yeah and it also like I like Joker and Hangover Tor yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't expect Tor Phillips to do Joker. Yeah. Because all his movies, films <laughs> that... Rom-coms. Yeah, we... Virginia. Virginia. Like, yeah. Hangover and stuff. That's when he did Joker, it felt like... 
you felt him. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Like, yeah. that's the thing, right? Like, a lot, some, a lot of directors, I mean, like, the Mad Max one gets quoted quite a lot, right? It's <laughs> the same guy who did fucking Happy Feet. Like, yeah, I guess in your career, you never know what's next. Uh. True. You just got to keep fucking doing it. Uh. Yeah. Sometimes the opportunity comes up uh, in ways you never thought you could do it. Because uh. working on Happy Feet, it helped him to understand like CGI uh, a little mm-hmm. bit better. So like the, the race storm scene yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Always a silver lining when you're doing like... You're always uh, learning, right? Always learning, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Uh, another thing was I wanted to mention about f- film also. Fuck, what did we say? Ex Machina was another one we wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, dude. That, Amazing, dude. Wow. Fuck, the whole, the whole way that it started off yeah, and like ends, it is... Super, super fucking insane it set the ground for fucking Westworld uh, so. yeah like <laughs> fucking beautiful eh? like the yeah. what it, the director Alex Garland Alex Garland yeah, yeah yeah he did uh, Annihilation he did Annihilation he did Dread also yeah Dread Dread Dread, Dread. fucking stylized dude I think Dread was the first thing that I fall in love mm, from mm. him uh, because of the slow-mo yeah. and the colors pop it, and surreal then, very like visceral right yeah and then like the grunge the grittiness yes Yes. Like, dude, I'll, if I were to see him in real life, just dread. <laughs> fuck, Scared, uh, la, dude. Go young, Yeah, all fucking cause. Exactly. Like a proper. So, his version of dread, right? It really felt like he was a judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. All in one. Exactly. Which is what they were supposed to be. I didn't get that from the Sylvester Stallone one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, fucking no emotion. He's just like, duty calls. Exactly. Like, He's a machine uh, at that like, point, right? If you want to fuck shit up, yeah, I'll fuck shit up too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane, dude. Action back. Okay. The fucking movie of like the slow-mo, damn beautiful. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like, gained my interest. Like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Amazing, right? And it was apparently a, quite a low-budget film so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, uh, I watched her recently. Oh. Fucking recent, like last week. Spike Jones, eh? Spike Jones, dude. Okay, I mean, the whole loss in translation bit aside, right? Yeah. Uh, her is such a... Maybe I got email, huh? Okay. <laughs> Paisei, bro. It's okay, man. Sorry, sorry. Okay, back to her, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I was saying, like, I watched her recently as an older person as well. Huh? Oh. And... and Okay, I, I watched her recently as an A as an older person, B as somebody who does you know, like who does editing and all mm-hmm. that, right? And it is such a simple film. Scarlett Johansson's voice. Is is okay, so main 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 character, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. That's all you need. The film it looks faded, but it feels colourful at the same time. Exactly. So it's the whole film is carried by Joaquin Phoenix and the voice of Scarlett Johansson. Same thing. There's one I remember this so distinctly. How okay, so the first interaction between uh Joaquin Phoenix's character and Scarlett Johansson, the OS. Uh, mm-hmm. The whole thing started when he bought the OS, he went home, he sat yeah. in his chair on his computer. Fucking cute. <laughs> he just turned on the computer, right? And then it starts. Uh, and it's just him dialoguing to a voice. And androids uh. like no, but you only see him, you know? And then the cuts were like very, very small cuts, very subtle cuts. It's not jarring cuts. It's not like no. obvious cuts. And that whole scene was just him. Like you think about it, right? Like yeah. you, there's nothing stopping us from doing that. Yeah. There's really nothing. Like you just need solid script. One fucking actor is all you need. 
great one. A great yeah. one. Uh. I'll be, it has to be a great one, right? But that's all. Uh. Imagine they actually cast like Nicolas Cage to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another, another voice. Uh. No, like, like Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> like just replace him with like Nicolas <laughs> Cage. Deep fake, uh, deep fake him. Or like Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> You never know, though. You never might get a different kind of like response, right? A fucking different one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a very it's a very good film, uh. A lot of movies are good, man. A lot yeah. of movies are really good, and a lot of movies, like if you really think about it, doesn't take a lot. It, like you can re- literally do a very very scaled down version for a lot of them. Yep. I feel that that carries the same heart and narrative to it, uh. Uh, there's a lot of short films out there also. So apparently, there's a very popular YouTube channel that that keeps playing horror films. Uh. is it the Pony Smasher? No, that that's the guy that did uh, Shazam. Shazam, yeah, yeah. And before that, he was a fucking YouTuber, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and a horror even YouTuber. After Shaz- Shazam, he still posts on YouTube. Yeah, they're fucking nice guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he shoots on like a Black pocket, magic, yeah, yeah, pocket 4K. So what was I say? Yeah, so he did the not lights out, right? That's all. Police mission. No, like how was police mission? Is it? No, no, it was this Asian dude, right? Right. Yeah. Then he did the, the Conjuring. Oh yeah, he James did the one, Conjuring. James one. James one was the one who did lights out. Police mission did that. The fucking crazy one where, the you keep turning on and off the light. Oh yeah. And then the face is at the. Oh fucking creepy, yeah. Yeah. Was that him? Was that him? Uh, yeah, it's police mission. David F. Sandberg. No, I'm trying to find his short film that freaked the fuck out of me. This one, right? This. Yeah. Lights out. That's Lights out, uh. Yeah. Then who's James Wan? James Wan, uh, wait. Yeah, I'm trying to search as well. Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Insidious, Aquaman. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fucking weird, alright. The Nun, Saw, Conjuring, Annabelle. Fast and Furious 7. James Wan did Fast and Furious. I can't be it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did Saw. Saw was the one that pushed him into uh, stardom. Yeah, that's 2004. 2000, yeah, it was so old. Pony special. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, Lights Out, 2016. Right, he directed the full full length film, but... Uh, this Pony Smasher eh? dude was the guy who did the original shot, right? I think Lights Out was still directed by David F. Sandberg. The, the short film, right? The short film, yeah? Yeah, that was the one I was referring to. Oh, okay. Not not the movie, not the movie. Okay, okay. The short film was by David F. Sandberg, right? Uh, the one with his wife. All the yeah. short film was with the wife. Yeah, but this, like, it's a beautiful relationship also, right? Yeah. To have your wife be the one. But the short film quite... Killers, yeah. Kiki killer, right? Yeah. Yeah, but his wife is <laughs> super patient, uh, to be like, you turn your house into a horror film, yeah. right? That's scary, dude. I w- yeah, turning your house, your own right. house into a horror film. How do you deal with that shit? I can't. No, how I, do you, like, I, I think it's natural for him to, like, brainstorm, like, hey, I just bought a new closet. Hey, I just bought a new closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it goes both ways, uh, like, don't talk. Kain. That's sisters. <laughs> Yeah, so, so like like how he sees things like I I wouldn't want to explore his mind because like I mean I would want to but at the same time like dude, it's fucking horror like, yeah you, are you not a fan of horror 
I'm a fan, but I'm a I'm a fan, but it, I just like the thriller. Okay, okay, yeah, the shock, like, the, the your shock. heart pumping. I think like the best horror film which I've seen was Veronica. Veronica, what's that about? Spanish one is about like this. Oh, it's not similar. Uh, siblings, I think. I think to start off as a good horror film, the intro must have based on a true story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like this whole film is like. Oh. Yeah. Wait, is this on Netflix? It was on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, this was the best horror film. Man, when horror films are not in English, it's fucking scarier. Yeah. <laughs> like that takes the box. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> authentic shit, uh, right? So this is fucking real, uh. so, Fuck. Yeah, the movie, the whole cinematography and the flow is invincible. Uh. Okay. And okay. like, yeah, it feels super sinister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's this other film. Uh, I I watched Veronica. Yeah, man. This one, The Wailing, oh, fucking creepy, dude. Oh fuck. This one. What photo is that? Is it like Asian film? It's a Korean fucking Korean horror film. film. It is freaky as fuck, dude. Oh, the poster by six, eh? Dude, it's fucking scarier. Is it ghosts or just humans? Uh, both. Possession. Yeah, a bit of that, so. It's, it's, oh my god, it's the scariest film I have watched. Hands down, hands down. It's, it's unnerving. Uh. It's, it's really, really fucking scary. The Wailing. It gave me the creeps. Uh, it's a very different, so I feel like Asian horror is also very different. God likes it. It's, you can't beat that. Uh. You can't fucking beat Asian horror. Uh. Yeah. There's just something about it, right? That's very sinister is the right word. Like like you said, it's not very sinister. I, I think like the reason why we resonate with Asian horror film to be more scary is because like I think we grew up with the folklore with like mm. you know, yeah. the vampires and the P word. So yeah. like if you put it like in Asian context, like in Asian cinema, you double scary. Yeah. yeah, double scary. Because like you know when you're growing up as kids, you cannot like reach home by what seven o'clock yeah 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 and like cannot whistle cannot like yeah you got like penunggu and stuff like that yeah okay so, which is also true at yeah. the same time you know, I mean like uh, I mean we're both Muslim right so <laughs> black magic is is it's a real thing in Islam right mm-hmm. so to believe in to be a Muslim is to acknowledge that yeah that black magic does exist uh, scary shit. which like is just fucking scary la. like I don't want this part to be real yeah. But yes, it is uh right like Shirik and and all that lah mm-hmm. right. So it's like, but funnily enough, right Malaysian films, some of them are not scary. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I've seen like Munafik. Okay, that was quite scary lah. Right. Okay, it's more unnerving because you talk about God. Ah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Munafik, yeah, uh, yeah. I think like if we were to grab like those like folklore like all those yeah. Like, all those, and like in Western context, you have who? I mean, Man. the no no Candyman. Oh yeah, Candyman. Uh, what's the one? The Slender. No, not Slender. I guess like, in today's age, Slenderman apparently is a very real, yeah. like story. Uh, like that pe- that people tell kids about these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another one. Uh, is this girl? You say is her name. The Bloody Mary. Ah uh, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and like the I feel like the Western horror, I think Valak takes the clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's fuck. always more about demonology, right? For them. Ooh. Oh fuck. Freaky face, uh. Yeah. The face is freaky, dude. Freaky as fuck. Yeah. 
Uh, you're right. Like it's always, it's more demons and like cults. In Anything that has demonic or demons or like the text based on a true story. Yeah, you're <laughs> in for a fucking ride. So. Based on a true story. Just hold the cross. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's some tropes also, right? Like oh, the demon is here, then the cross turned upside down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that gives it yeah. away. There's just tropes, lah, which I guess you can't really run away from. But at the same time, like, fuck man, you're right. Uh. Yeah. Demons uh. Demons yeah, is a problem yeah. in the West. <laughs> if monsters are monsters quiet place. Quiet place is quiet Monster. place is scary because of like the what we call it? The fact that you gotta be quiet. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Salmon can just go home. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the salmon can just put wireless mic. Okay guys. Uh, we're good, we're good. And they had a sequel, like yeah, yeah, it's coming out uh, next year, I think. Ah, next year, I yeah. thought it's out already. It's out already, yeah. I think so. A quiet, quiet place, place two. Two, yeah, it's even Qu- quieter. Yeah, a really quiet place. Fuck, <laughs> 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 what was it? Uh, there's this other film. Oh, the thing. Oh, there's one, the classic one, and the the modern one. Okay, the classic one is scary. Yeah. Dude, that movie was basically Among Us. Eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> to find my imposter. Or the Among Us was basically the thing. Uh, oh yeah, you came. Yeah, yeah. After. yeah. yeah uh, the whole creature like walking. It's so grotesque, man. <laughs> it's so grotesque. Uh, a lot of Stephen King. Yeah. Shit. Also, uh, the Mist is another good one. The Mist, the Mist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ending for the Mist is fucked up, uh. Do you do you remember what it is? What's the guy in the car? Yeah. So it's cre- so the mist, the general idea behind it, right, is that one fine day, uh, a mist just appeared in the fucking world. Uh, and then creatures were coming out of this mist. And these creatures were like from hell, uh, that kind of shit, like fucking crazy shit. Uh, and they couldn't kill the creatures at all. They tried to shoot it, blah, 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 kept dying. Uh. So the whole fucking film, right, people became fanatic, uh, like God has left us, this is the rapture, uh, this kind of stuff, right? And then, uh, basically, they were all inside a supermarket. They had to escape the supermarket to uh, just find a way out. Lah. So, it's this guy, this other lady, his son, and then, like, uh, two old, older people. Lah. And then, when they left, they only had a revolver left with six shots, but there's seven of them. Right. So, they drove as far as they could until the gas ran out. And then, they could hear the creatures coming already. So he's like he look at his at the girl, he look at the grandparents, it's like uh okay, fuck. Uh like do I wanna see them get murdered by these creatures? Or shall I do the merciful thing of just shooting them in the head and ending their oh, misery, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So he shot them all, pop, 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 pop. He killed his own son, you know? Yep. Then he started crying, uh, sobbing, sobbing, crying, crying, crying. And then it wasn't the monsters that came, it was the army. The army managed to fight off the mist. That's probably directed by Robert D. White. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah. The payoff was so fucking insane at the end. I was like, oh my God. Fuck, dude. Yeah, so if you were in his shoes. Exactly. You had just waited two more minutes. Fuck. Insane, bro. Fucking insane. Fucking insane. Exactly. You can't kill yourself really. It's sad, dude. Fuck. Yeah, but yeah. So that's films, uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a whole fucking segment about films. Uh, I, I like how it's like it puts you in an uncom- uncomfort uncomforting state, so like face, yeah. and then like gets you to like think about next few days. Yeah, 
Yeah, I guess like those are really good films. Really. Yeah. Give you that thought like, hey, this movie is not gonna end it here. Correct. Like, it's to you, right? Think about it. I guess this one is art, now, right? I yeah. mean, people say that about art, like discomfort, uh. discomfort, and and how it lingers in your brain, uh, right? Yep. Like, if it's good art, you will be thinking about it. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, I think it's it's no longer cinema. It's no longer movies. It it became art, uh. Especially the ones with bad ending. Yeah. <laughs> I think the uh, it, it's quite rare for me to remember a good one which I. Which I really resonate well with, like a good ending. Uh huh. Most of the film I like is all like shitty, like fucked up, <laughs> like still fucked up. Uh. It's like yeah, it has to give the you know like, the stage for you to think about like on a scale of one to ten how fucked up. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it ends in it's a lot, it's a lot of tragedy, uh. right? All the fucking films we spoke about just now. Yeah, and the, like the tragedy is like you didn't see it coming, and like the choices and it's made, inevitable, also. Mm. Dude, like yeah, those are like I I I love those type of films, <laughs> like fucked up one, like really uncomfortable, and then like the takeaways uh gets me thinking. Like I don't know for. I'm still thinking about Climax as well. Yeah, it sits with you, man. <laughs> yeah. It fucking sits with you, man. Like, the whole... The whole flow of, like, a distinctive style from different directors. Yeah. I guess it goes to... Goes to say that, like, you know, like... Just... You just gotta, like, do what you think is right. Yeah. Then you think you can get the genuine results. Yeah, I guess that's right. Being tr- trusting yourself. Yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. Just be... Just doing you. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, like, even if you fail, you get to learn more about yourself. Correct. That's very true. Mm. Like, even if you fail, you get to learn more about, about yourself. And that's, uh, I mean, it sucks that you didn't get to accomplish it, whatever you wanted to do, right? But yeah. you learn about yourself. Uh, and, like, fuck, only you, only you are keeping tabs on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, nobody is responsible for your growth by yourself, right? Yeah. Fuck, that's so true, dude. Yeah, so like, true. The practice of, like, self-awareness and, like, not to, like, espouse... Yeah. Thinking about like, how your actions reflected on other people while in the midst of like in the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a matter of like putting yourself in other people's shoes or so. Empathy, yeah, right? Empathy, yeah, man. I guess is that why you resonate with this film so much? Because you can kind of feel for these characters. I resonated with these films because they weren't they weren't accepted in normal happy cinema. Okay. <laughs> I, I like how it is. I like how everybody hated it. Okay. I like how everybody like finds it uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like a perfect discourse to cinema. Yeah. And it's so bold. I mean like for a person to do that like hey today I'm gonna fuck somebody's somebody's day up mm. with my films. And then like that drive and that like <laughs> eagerness to like yeah. and he never backs down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the more people like hate on he like hey, hey, okay. <laughs> I'll show you one better. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. dude. It's like always, I'm sure like the hate comments will like affect him like in a way. Yeah. But at the same time, he's just creating more and more shit like staying true to himself. Huh? Yeah, and like why stop also, right? Exactly. <laughs> why stop? I think good good art will always divide people. Huh? Yeah. Right. And like is, are you, re- if, if you're not causing some kind of conversation mm-hmm. with your work, right, are you really making impactful work also? Yeah. Or is it just another thing that people just like, okay, double click like and then like move on, right? Like yeah. it's not gonna be impactful. Uh. And I feel that like I, I mean personally I struggle a lot with that. I feel like a lot of my work is quite shallow 
and it doesn't like go beyond a certain like mm-hmm. uh mindscape. Uh. Then again, I've I've never truly like. I think I'll be very disappointed if I did put in the effort to create something that has a bit more meaning, right? And it gets treated the same way as like, oh, I just like click like and then I move on to the next thing. Yeah. I just gonna fucking suck, uh. Like I think my ego will be so fucking damaged. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Confidence and everything. Yeah. Because it takes a lot of commitment to create something that you believe in. Uh. Yeah, and I like to get people to throw stones at you. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather get hit then no reaction. Yeah. You, you get what I mean? Like, it's, a, it's very weird lah, but... Uh, at least somebody reacted. Yeah. Like, acknowledge the hate. Like, I sat through your work <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sitting through. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something to be said lah about creating things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in... I don't know, man. Like, maybe it's, it's a very complex, like, ego, super ego, it conversation about, like, uh being validated by the work it could be like negative validation but it's doing something out there I, I think the ego needs to be there so yeah you need to be really you gotta really be confident easily man. obsessed with yes. what you wanna do yeah and then you'll see like greater things coming it might not take a, a night yeah you just gotta keep it consistent like that's true yeah man you just gotta keep it consistent and like just not doing things blindly but you know like there's this ego like Practice makes perfect, mm. but nobody talks about like the perfect practice makes perfect. Oh, yeah, man. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How you treat yourself and like, how you treat yourself with the works. That's true. Do you have a frame of mind when you edit? Not no, speaking about that, right? Like, do you have a frame of mind? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I mean, it's very clear to me that every time you have a client for A two films, right? Uh-huh. Uh, they love the work. Yeah, they they fucking love it, uh. <laughs> Like I don't know whether it's because they pay you money, <laughs> so <laughs> forced to love it or what. But me particularly, I I love the edit that came out, uh, yeah, right? And I love the film that came out of it. And like 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 I was asking, uh, right? Like, is there a frame of mind you enter before you start on the work? How do you treat yourself when you're looking through the footage? How do you know what to keep? How do you know what to put out? Okay, the whole thing starts right from the... I think my workflow changed after I I took a lot of interest in film photography. Mm. Because when film photography, you have 35 shots. Mm. So you really need to be... All these 35 shots need to be useful. Lah. Yeah. So in a way, that, that changed my perspective of like filming a wedding. Like mm. Every shot has a proper reasoning. Yeah. Has a proper like... Thing to tell uh. yeah so my the way i shoot things is all chronologically mm. and I, sometimes in the edit i i detach the linear storytelling so to put myself in the frame of mind i already didn't know what i'm gonna do during the wedding day mm. so like the energy i get the the whole the whole vibe from it and then like you know like putting it in the story and then yeah, I, I guess like like for me when I go for say example the wedding starts at like eight mm. to be there at eight I try to wake up at five mm. five AM because mm. I need time to defrost myself. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not the type where like eh, uh can come at eight. So I'll wake up about like what seven and mm. seven thirty in the house. I have to wake up way earlier. 
so that I, I have time to like compose. Mm. Because like there are times where every weekend you're shooting weddings. Yeah. When every weekend you have different personalities. Yeah. And then you really need time to like compose yourself. Like, yeah, just compose yourself. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention like sometimes. See, all the time I create like Spotify playlists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For couples, uh, it's just based on the energy I get. And uh-huh. then like I sometimes like if I were to know the energy really well, like if we if we met like two three times before the wedding, yeah, really yeah. started to create a playlist. Uh. Yeah. So that playlist is really helpful for me to like recover myself when I need floss. Understood. So like, I just keep on playing and like you know once I reach there, like everything is in chaos, doing the summarization, things are moving fast. Yeah. I just got a certain melody in here while filming. Yeah. And I like, just be so patient and calm. Uh, so just. Become and collect that all. That's so fucking interesting, dude. Yeah, man. To like, you're almost immersing yourself before the work starts, ah. Uh. Yeah. So like, it's one full suite of the the workflow, which I mentioned is just started off like from the time I wake up and just like really like just chill <laughs> because uh, even if it's like I don't think weddings for me are a mundane thing because like everything is different. Mm. So I wouldn't expect a routine thing. I mean, there there is a certain routine, but during that time it's always bent or broken, lah. So like, yeah, I just need time to defrost myself to to actually like just be calm, and then like I think the edit, I'll just lay out everything, like uh, everything of like now on the timeline, lah. You you yeah. just like. Chronologically, you yeah. dump everything from the project folder into your yeah. to your sequence, and then just and then I'll just find like the parts of like different emotion, mm. then like certain emotion and certain quiet parts, mm-hmm. and then like, I'll just piece them according. Mm. And also like 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 what I call it, like the music and the song choice. Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, I I guess like I'm I'm I I love. Listening to music. Yeah, your like, music hit lah. I can tell. Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 fucking music hit. So I like each time me and couple like I get like certain song from them. Sometimes I ask like, "Yo, got any like Spotify playlist mm. you have?" Uh, sometimes they have. Then sometimes I like, just skim through my phone. Yeah. So like, open the link they send. Then I, I get to see like the songs which I listen to as well. Yeah. So like, yeah. it fuck off the fucking great start already. Yeah. And then like from there, I'll just like stand the playlist and I'll just like go listening. Yeah. And then like putting myself in into that like that state, the chi state. Yeah, the zen zone. Yeah, zen zone. Yeah. Like for me, like I edit the way I edit is, I wake up, and then I just you know don't edit. I just like sleep up for a while. Mm-hmm. Chill for a bit. I only start editing at night. Okay. Because like. In the daytime, you get to hear the cars. Yeah. So I stay on second floor. Okay. Yeah. So like I feel that is interrupting my your state, ah. Yeah. Like when I editing, sometimes I feel that the sound of the car is very interesting. So I thought it was in this footage, but uh... it's not, ah. It was from outside. <laughs> I like fuck. Yeah. So I decided to like just edit at night, so I get to hear mm. all the footages. I I don't like to wear headphones. Mm. Just like plus a bit on like the studio months. Yeah, then, but like it's in the living room, right? Then your parents don't complain, lah. Uh. I mean, they they do, uh. <laughs> 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 I 
Yeah, they complain a lot, sir. They like a stay at home or yeah. Then like, uh, I want to say play by ear, so like, <laughs> how to play by ear? <laughs> so like, yeah, I'll just do the sequencing at night, and then in the daytime, once I get like my tracks, and I'll just lay it over. Understood. Yeah. It's not about like editing to the beat. Mm, yeah, I realize you don't do that. Yeah, I mean back then I did, but now I just feel like no. Eh. No. It's interesting, right? I think like you're talking about a frame of mind that something I I still struggle with. So it's like maybe because of the medium that or the industry that we're working in, right? Uh, it takes a lot, right, to edit to the a the story mm-hmm. and then b the emotion of what you're trying to tell with the shots. Uh. Yeah, that is a stronger cut than cutting to the music. Uh. Yeah, right, like. Like, wow, it's very hard to do actually. In all honesty, I, I mean, me, I struggle with it, lah. Maybe it's something very easy that everybody does. <laughs> I'm the only guy struggling with it, but I think it's just a matter of like just playing it on mute. Yeah, and like seeing visually what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, right? And Maybe like, because for me, like on the day, on the wedding day, I know what song it is. Ah, so I have that tune in my head. So I just need to find something similar to that tune because of royalty free stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like, yeah, it takes off. off. So like what you're saying, I got my editing timeline in my head already. Okay, that's the beauty. Okay, okay, here's the thing, right? Like, one thing also, right, is you are the camera guy and the editor. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite rare, don't you think, to be like usually in in a team, like at the bigger places, right? The camera guy isn't really the editor, or yeah. like you have at least another pair of hands to. I mean, I do if like things were to need, if like yeah, have more than one on one date. Yeah, that's one thing, right? Like, so you are actually excelling very well in these two areas that don't really mesh. The interchangeable skill sets, right? Is not really interchangeable, man. Like, to a to be a camera operator, you gotta know your lenses, your yeah. fucking like the light and yeah. like uh, what's the framing composition. Uh-huh. Uh, how to direct the fucking couples? Oh, usually I I do. Yeah, I, you don't like your flat because yeah. just because you choose to be like a fly on the wall, right? Yeah. Then there's also like sound, fucking sound yeah. that you have to take care of, right? All these kind of all these factors during the shoot, during the wedding, right? Then when you go home, you have to change your mindset into an editor, right? Which is fucking insane. Like it's not a transferable skill. In my opinion, lah, mm-hmm. is is really not supposed to be a transferable skill set. I think it's. Very rare. Okay, maybe it's not rare, but like I think it's very very hard to do. It's so hard. I can't do it. I think it boils down to the the like the quiet time you give to yourself first before starting. Mm. Like really, like just don't use your phone. Just okay, what are you gonna do today? Yeah. Like, really, like just speak to yourself, lor. Mm. Yeah, and then like you, you don't 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 rush things. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. Just, don't just, rush it. Just uh. don't rush it. Like for me, sleep is important mm. because where times where I just edit and until I'm tired, yeah, and then like I make some changes, yeah, then I wake up like then I like think about it like, hey, what the fuck, I was overthinking at that point of time mm. because I got too tired and hazy. I feel quite a bit like hazy, yeah. So yeah, like, just need a fresh clear headspace, ah, yeah, and uninterrupted, ah. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Yeah, man. Wow, man, take your time, ah. Yeah, I've not heard that Take your time uh. In just the last fucking take seven years Take your time to compose yourself Of my fucking career I think it was It was written in the book You borrowed me 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there was this guy. Manish already today, is it? Yeah, Manish already today. There's this guy. He just he has like two two daughters, two kids, and then like he wakes up way earlier lah to like compose himself mm. and like to just have me time. Yeah, and like take things, don't rush. Yeah, oh, it's, it's hard to build the the mentality to not rush. Yeah, it is. It is it, very it really hard, is. but you really need to. Then you will see the results day by day, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Just have to be strong with it, lah. Right. Yeah, and just be take strong time will. to compose yourself. Man. But this... the most important thing is to do it. Uh. Yeah, you can't <laughs> run away from it. <laughs> Dude, that's so fucking strong. Yeah, it's advice that I've forgotten already, but you brought it back, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I'm guess mm-hmm. like. I think in your previous podcast, the one you had with your, I've written some notes. Oh damn! Yeah. Ah uh, yeah, the one with. Yeah, Ami. Okay. Yeah, he said to love nature is to love small things. Yeah. Fuck. That's the same thing as talking about textures. Yeah. And yeah. like fucking another sentence to remember. Yeah. And then like uh, you mentioned your your ability to say no as a freelancer. Mm. I guess that was part and parcel of every. Freelancer because like at the point of time they didn't know their forty what was yeah. so they have to like say yes to everything first mm, right and then like get comfortable whether I'm, I like doing this or not yeah yeah I I like that yeah. like it kind of like brings me back to like the starting days early days right yeah, the hustle, then, like, the hustle, oh, fuck, right? we used we used to be like that and then now we just like if I like it I'll take it correct is and to and to trust yourself to say yes like yeah. saying no is one thing right. Then to trust yourself, you made the right decision when you said yes. You gotta commit to it, lah. Yeah, la. fuck, man. Yeah. Just like how you said yes willingly, you need to commit willingly. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. it's so unspoken, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking unspoken. Yeah, and then like your other guest, Grace. Yeah. Stop. Y'all talk about like, the apology languages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after like I, I think it was there was a book about it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just read online, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same author as the five lang- love languages or so. Oh. So she, uh, he or she, I can't remember. Was it maybe a foundation? The study apology language. Uh, apology language is super logical. Yeah. Right. And like it really like, it, it, I like it, it like the, your pulse like just like your BPM like suddenly like drop. Yeah. Like you angry then you hear this and like, yeah, he or she is making something right. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's very weird, right? Like, uh, and to narrow it down to five. Yeah. How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody is at least one of these five things, right? Yeah. Right, and you could fuck up four times to get a three four. No five chances. Yeah. It's not three strikes, right? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, and then like I like your episode with you and Rajiv. Ah, uh. I didn't know, sir. You were into theater. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, photo with S. Anadun. Yes, sir. So I was in theater in Poly. Uh, I don't know lah. I guess like I was quite uh boisterous lah. Okay. Back then, it was a fun time lah. It was cool. a fun time. It was a fun time. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, Shakil. <laughs> oh, fucking funny. So, like, I'm glad you enjoyed that one, dude. Yeah, I like like how he like breaks his character down. Mm. Like how he like how he he got recruited. Yeah, and how he was like you know like treated in his workspace. Yeah, was it like as his persona or was it like yeah him him? Correct, 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 correct. And that's the thing that I've always wanted to know about like Singapore's context of like, like I would say like celebrities. Yeah, I mean influencers. Yeah, like, influencers. Right? Yeah, like yeah. what you know like 
Are they really that person, right? Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, I think it's fucking different from everyone. Uh. You know, but I'm fucking flattered that you listen through everything. Okay, yeah, man. Because <laughs> sometimes when I edit, even in the daytime, I didn't edit. Uh, so I yeah. just play play through like your podcast and I just like, let it. So my house is empty. Okay, the one thing I love about your podcast, right? Yeah. You don't have intro. <laughs> you don't have outro. <laughs> and that is like the proper essence of a human conversation. Mm, mm, mm. Like you don't go to a group of guys like, Hey guys, welcome back to the... <laughs> yeah, you feel so uninterrupted. You feel very detached. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just start off with topic and then like you slowly, slowly go up, go, up, go to the person like, Oh, you're talking about this. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. just like exchanging topics here and there, here and there. Yeah. Like, that's what I really like about like a podcast. It feels... Like I'm there. I'm it's, the person just listening. Yeah, it's a conversation. Bobo uh. yeah. Kosong, I guess, right? Uh, for what it is. A lot of sustenance, though. <laughs> yeah, I was actually toying with the idea of like having an intro song or something like that. Like, Because I feel like... Like, it's exactly... So, I only came... This only entered my mind, right? Mm-hmm. After uh, we spoke about fucking... This was before today. Where you introduced me to like Gaspano okay. and like her, like all the A twenty four shit, yeah. right? And then I I I all the movies start with a track or like or like a driving sound or something uh-huh. like that, right? Because that sets your mind the tone, like it frames your mind into what to expect. Okay, there's none of their films open cold. Yeah, right, right, almost none. Like I guess. Enter the void, so it's, it starts with you hear Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like you hear Tokyo, you hear this uh, climax, it starts off with wandering down the. All of winter. Right. Then I think for me, it's like, shit, what if I can set the tone, right, for what the person is going to hear? So, like, uh, I pass you the track later. I think I found one that, Ooh, nice. that might encompass it. Uh, quite nicely. Uh, it's, it's, it's basically this guy called Samon. Someone Kawamura. Okay. He's like this Thai Japanese fella. So his stuff is a lot of samples. He's, he, he does podcasts. No, no, no. Oh. He, he's a musician. He's a okay. DJ musician type thing. Okay, okay. So, so he basically a lot of his music. You know Onra? Onra, no. Okay, so it's kind of like that. Like, it's a lot of samples of like streets oh. and all that laid over like a very like subtle beat. Ooh. Like that kind of shit. Like, it's, it feels more uh, ambience. Mm hmm. Like it's like those stupid like coffee shop sounds before the yeah. thing starts. Like just to place you, like black screen first. Yeah, kind of like that. shows you like <coughs> the whole ambiance. Kind of yeah. like that. so I was, I was thinking of doing that. And what you just said just completely clashed with like what I had in mind. but I, I think there's an importance to it because like. I feel also like when you, when the, I do the podcast, it really starts out very slow. Mm-hmm. Right, like, like the good stuff only comes like after the fifteen minute. I feel like for my four podcasts that I've done, I think like that's the human part of a conversation. That's also that like, you, you don't, don't talk straight, right? You don't yeah. talk like big things and start like big questions. <laughs> that's true, like, That's yeah. true. I think it gradually builds up from that topic and escalates and escalates. Yeah, I feel like that's the most human human thing. Huh? It's a bit more natural, la, I guess. Because <laughs> I also don't, I don't, I also don't really edit. It's not like those, you know, mothership is the streets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What do you think about racism in Singapore? <laughs> Member tengah jalan. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that, that one starts with a big question. Uh. What's fucking funny, dude? I I, I once saw uh, CNA talking point. Okay. Uh, they did that. Uh. Oh, they shit. Did it. I, was, I was still working at uh, Buena Vista, the area. So, 
I can't remember where la. Then I saw this fucking film crew With the guy okay. The fucking host la. Then like uh, They talked to They talked to Shakila. Shakila. I was in film at that point in time I was walking Then after that I like, fucking excused myself la. Then Shakila said Huh uh, Okay uh, Can we talk to you for a moment Then scrolls whack Bam What was the question? I can't remember what it was But it was, like, was something some, bigger It was something big <laughs> Like you're not really equipped to <laughs> I don't think anyone's ready Like when you're going to Okay today Somebody's going to ask me status economy. Yeah. So come. I know it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Uh, then you chase it down. Right? You yeah. see the guy and say, "Hey, everybody!" Got the answer. Got the answer. Got the answer. Can you imagine if you're a reporter then you, all you do is look out for these guys? Wow! <laughs> fucking rare Pokemon, yeah, like, Oh, he knows it. He, he knows. You're just walking around with the camera and the microphone, right? Just feel the aura. You just, you just make eye contact with people. It's so, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, speaking of like this weird kind of like humor, there's this thing, this show is called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. I've been wanting to watch it. Bro, fucking fucking. It is awkwardly uncomfortable. At the same time, fucking funny. <laughs> like, it is like a bunch of skits. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, one episode is like, like 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, very short. Uh. Yeah, and like, in that same episode, like, what, three or four short, short skits. Yeah. They just released their second season. Okay, okay, okay. It okay. is fucking <laughs> hilarious. Like, we can watch it after this. Yeah, uh, I'll like, definitely like, check it out. I've been watching a lot of trash shows. That's great. <laughs> We just watched uh, Murder Mystery. What was that? The fucking Adam Sandler movie lah. Fuck. <laughs> the guy from Uncut Gems. Yeah, the same guy from Uncut Gems. Oh shit. Because you watch Uncut Gems, you should watch <laughs> <laughs> Tie the perils together. Oh, fucking stupid bro. Basically it's him and Jennifer Aniston ah. It's a dumb film, lah. It's like Hubie Halloween. It's like his. It's the. It's Mr. your. Deeds kind. Your usual, yeah, yeah. Happy medicine films, ah. Stupid, gila, ah, dude. Mr. Deeds, the guy with the black. Fucking <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> dumb, right? Fucking, yeah. this is comedy, I guess. Then we watched this one called Sexy Beasts. That one is uh Netflix dating show, lah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would wear. <laughs> <laughs> both, both, both the guy and the girl they always some fucked up like uh, costume and VFX makeup and shit to make them look like an animal uh. then they go on a date uh. huh <laughs> the fucking costume bro it's just like sexy cosplay no it's not even sexy they look quite grotesque uh. okay and then they just see whether they have chemistry uh. basically it's to answer the age old question of whether love is blind uh. so yeah, imagine oh. I dress as a fucking like baboon and then you dress as a devil that is then so distracting, eh? Dude, so in the, when they're filming, right, you can see the passerby just like looking at what this fuck? shit. Like, okay, what it's fucking funny. Right? <laughs> it's trash TV. Like, it's What's trash the TV. name? Sexy Beast. Yeah, Sexy Beast on Netflix. It's damn dumb, dude. It's damn dumb. Yeah, I think I, I'm still in the mood like watching like trashy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Murder Mystery. You should check it out. Murder Mystery. Then he'll be Halloween. <laughs> it's, it's classic Adam Sandler, uh. <laughs> Mr. Deeds uh, Water Boy <laughs> Water Boy <laughs> Fuck The kind of shit uh. Water Boy was uh, like this I am 12 Was it that movie? Was it 100 yards? Which one? Longest Yard Longest, longest Yard yeah, Longest Yard is uh, I am 12 The birth certificate right? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's an epitome of a meme yeah. 
the football players look damn old, right? Love said, "Obviously, do it, Yep, he's right. He's right." It's, yeah, like I said, he's got okay. The only film that doesn't feel like an Adam Sandler film was uh, Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer. It was very different from his other shit, right? Yeah, like those fifty first dates kind. Fifty first dates still a bit stupid, uh, Like you can have these dumb characters, right? But it didn't really, it really wasn't there for Wedding Singer, I guess. Do you watch La La Land? Yeah, it's good. Okay, how do you feel about it? I feel. I feel that like. I don't like it. Feels very what do you call it? It's a warm ending. Yeah, it's really. I mean, love doesn't work out. Yeah, it's right, yeah. Warm. We both are. We both mutually understand. Yeah, they are better apart. Yeah, la. and like it's a very warm goodbye. Mm. That was Damien Chazelle. Mm. Yeah, before that he did. I like, think so. Yeah, Whiplash. Yeah, oh, Whiplash is wow. good, bro. Wow. Ah, let's talk about Whiplash. The whole editing of Whiplash. Yeah, yeah Satellite like, is a short film, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Satellite like, short. Did you watch the short film? Yeah. Fucking low budget as fuck, <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I think like, <laughs> there's another thing that started from the short film, you know, District 9. Yes. Oh my God, dude. Uh, Neil Bloomcamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's, South African. Eh? Yes. Okay, that's the one thing that I think, okay, maybe this is being very, very rude, la, but uh, Neil Bloomcamp a really like re-brought like reinvigorized South Africa in the hate space of a lot of people okay. because he does distinctly South African films uh-huh. Elysium Chappie mm-hmm. and District 9 uh, all taking place in South Africa like okay. yeah future South Africa sure uh, Elysium is like some planetary <laughs> shit right? but very very clear that it was still like South African uh, characters inside involved uh. Yeah. Uh, Chappie is straight up Fucking the whole thing South yeah. African Fucking uh, Diane Wood Was the main character Sort of fuck Chappie was hand animated right uh, Yes eh, No no It was a mix of two Mix of the two So they had to do A lot of uh, Screen So when they did the, You can watch the Corridor Digital Yeah they were reacting to that Because they tried to do Something similar With the Boston Dynamic Robot mm. So they had to re- They had to do Two takes for everything But I feel that Like that's the thing now Like you can Now you can do that yeah, the technology. I feel like these films are like, like Last, James Cameron is like pushing CG. Yeah, like he brought Avatar. Exactly. And like some people are like pressing the pedestal up a notch. Yeah. Like, well, Endgame, like Thanos. Yeah. His facial features. Exactly. Fucking human, huh? Yeah, the and the interaction between Thanos and the fucking actors themselves is so believable. Yeah. Crazy fucking VFX is really thick and it's so. Like it's consumer great now. Like anybody yeah. can do it. Blender, dude. Like yeah. anybody can. So There's the plugin MetaHuman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal, Unreal, Unreal Engine. Unreal Whoa, Engine. what the fuck? Insane, right? Insane, right? It's funny because it's like when I sent you that, right? It was still buggy. Oh. So a lot of people didn't get good results from it. Okay. So when they first did it for themselves, because you need to use like an iPhone uh, mm-hmm. with like lidar tracking. Okay. So it's meant to do that, right? So the depth tracker would match one to one with the MetaHuman uh, model itself. When it first came out, there was a lot of buggy things. So, like, I, like everybody in the like, Facebook groups, right, were like, just <laughs> shitting on it. I was like, what fuck. the fuck? Like, I'm not getting the results I wanted. So on and so forth, right? It's basically like Cyberpunk. Huh? It's like Cyberpunk, huh? right? And it, I mean, it's also in beta also, yeah. right? So, but a few there's of that, or maybe like uh, 50 people who had fucked up results, right? Maybe only five managed to like really sit down and fine-tune it. Huh? 
Oh my god, you can't tell the fucking yeah, difference, bro. It's like fucking Hollywood shit. Eh. Uh, the subsurface scattering on the skin. What the fuck? Just How like is that. it so precise? And it's real-time rendering. Yeah. It's real-time fucking rendering, man. What the fuck? There's this uh, new Unreal Engine. You gotta see the trailer. The f- num- the fifth one, lah, right? The rocks, eh? Yeah. Uh, Nanite, Nanite. Nanite, yes, yes, Nanite. Dude, the rocks are... Insane, lah. What? High fidelity as shit. Yeah, bro. what the fuck? <laughs> I've... I'm trying to get into it now. I'm trying to like learn Unreal. I I I may pass you a link later. Eh, for sure, man. Uh, I sent it to my friend. Uh, so I was I was trying. We were talking about Unreal Engine, like, Me and her. Uh, and then I I showed her this link, and this was the link. Was a, this was the one piece of like, uh, work that convinced me that you can do anything you want if you really have the eye. Yeah. So it was this guy, this Korean guy, uh, I forgot his name. I'll uh, find a link again. Uh. He basically just did a short trailer, 30 seconds only, you know, uh-huh. uh, using Unreal Engine. Uh, and he did a trailer for this other Bong, Bong Jun Ho film. Oh. I forgot what it's called. Was it like recently or? It's not Parasite, it's not Parasite. So he did a short trailer, like 30 seconds only. Uh, I'll pass you the link later, it's on Vimeo also. Okay. And then in his behance, he showed the real f- footage from the film. And his Unreal Engine render. What the fuck? His render looks more real, bro. What? Than what was actually shot. Oh, that's disappointing, <laughs> sir. Yeah, crazy, that's right? fucking disappointing to be a human there. Exa- but it's also art direction. Yeah. Right? Like, like, like he, he really... I mean, if you use Unreal Engine, you, you can control the wind. You can control yeah. the rain. You can control the sun. Basically, God. Sir. Exactly. So if you had that kind of control, just a little bit of care would elevate your work so much, really. Yeah. Right. Like, like everything's a given already. Here's an environment. Whatever you you press render, it'll look amazing. Yeah. What can you do to make it look nicer? It's just a bit of direction, uh. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Technology is going too fucking fast. Too fast, dude. It's super exciting, oh. It is. Yeah. We're at that stage where a billionaire can go to space now. Yeah. Fucking just Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> at first, I thought the video was fucking big. <laughs> Like, he, dude, at least bling lah. Yeah, I thought, okay, like, that's the funny part, right? Like, he, oh. he, A, he became super sapao after yeah. he got rich. Fantastic four. <laughs> <laughs> Come back. <laughs> With the brother. Human thought. That's fucking funny, dude. Exactly, that's the plot of That is a fantastic four <laughs> story. Reed Richards. Yeah, it was like a subspace flight or some shit. Yeah. The one in the comics. And no, they, they got two fantastic four. One is the Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the other one is... Uh, the one where Doom is that actor. Uh, both of them had Doom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the first one... Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the one with uh, that uh, girl that used to be very hot like everybody was like oh she's so oh, hot oh Jessica Elba yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff recently but yeah well, I haven't heard her in a while that <laughs> name right <laughs> Jessica Elba yeah fucking funny dude fuck <laughs> yeah so Jeff Bezos <laughs> space flight lah. yeah fuck space flight it's funny because like, Richard Branson's thing was like super quiet uh, shit. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Branson? Yeah, the Virgin. He went to space? He went to space before Jeff Bezos. Wow. I, so I didn't the know first that. one was Richard Branson. Ooh. Commercial space flight. It's the guy with the white hair. Yeah, the Virgin Virgin Galactic. Uh. Damn. Then Jeff Bezos, uh, it's like, let's go. So you're expecting Fantastic Four for <laughs> space <laughs> now? For all these three. Uh, <laughs> him, uh, Elon Musk haven't go up yet. Yeah, it took me by surprise uh, that Jeff Bezos had like, a, a space, space program. <laughs> yeah, like... 
Like, like when, right? When do you decide, Mr. Jeff Bezos, that like, I want to go to space? Yeah, but the thing, the thing we talked about, like whether his facial was deep faked <laughs> or not, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like it feels very too surreal, right? Too yeah. And for one thing, I didn't see him blink. Yeah, that could be one, or I, I could be I was blinking at the same time <laughs> with him, ah, which is in sync, uh, in sync. <laughs> yeah, fuck man, yeah. cannot. Uh, what what gear you, what gear do you use oh, now? Yeah. yeah, I I mainly use vintage lenses. Okay. So, um, for me when I'm I'm, I'm like when I'm finding a gear, it has to be of a proper purpose. Uh. Mm. Like for me, I want it to be super small and mm. like stealthy. Uh, like yeah. it's not so big. Uh, and I don't like gimbals. Yeah. And everything is like handheld. And like I just like to like need to be less noticeable, uh, because like the whole substance is to a uh, fly in the wall, a uh, fly on the wall. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to attract attention. So I'll just get like the you know the GH five. Yeah. So it's an in body stabilization. Yeah. And all that. So those things matter, lah, right? Yeah. That, that those things matter, and like the whole the reason why I took GH five because of the one thing is the LCD. Mm, can flip out. Can flip out, and it's super. Is Super accurate lah. Yeah. Um, unlike like the Sony bodies where the inbuilt LCD is not that hard. It is quite hard to focus. Mm. But it's quite inaccurate. So with, with the Panasonic is just about like the battery and like the LCD screen. And yeah, the colors. I like the colors. Yeah, the color signs for the for Panasonic, for the Lumix line. Lah, yeah, right? I, I uh. just love it. Lah. It feels very documentary-like. Because they use... What? Uh, vlog? No, no, no. Uh, vlog. Vlog. But, but I don't shoot in vlog. Oh, what do you shoot in? I shoot in normal natural profile, bro. Oh, serious? Uh? Yeah. Damn, son. Yeah, because I already know what I want. I already know what level of blacks yeah. I want to crush in my in my grading. So I'll just have to like, you know, shoot as according to it. Just have to be, just have to be wary of the white balance. Uh. Don't, don't fuck it up. Uh. Mm, yeah. mm, 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 mm. So like, yeah, I don't shoot in log profile. I did not know that. Yeah, I never... I didn't. I'm not a fan of locks. Understood. I, I, I mean, it wouldn't make sense for me to shoot in lock with having the intention of. I already know what it's yeah, going correct. to look like. You can just set it up in practicals, right? Yeah, that's brilliant, man. I struggle with this because, like, I feel if I for once I I shot certain weddings in vlog, mm. and then like that gives me more time to choose to if yeah. I want to be forceful with the bleeding because I got vlog footage. Yeah. Now. So then like if that takes away the substance uh, so I'll just yeah. shoot it like natural because I already know what I want just have to maintain the white balance and the proper skin tone so. that's so interesting because like uh, even back then right like films last time camera film cinemas cameras back then they also didn't have vlog right they didn't yeah. necessarily shoot flat per se it's all about the film stock uh. yeah, yeah yeah and a lot of stuff is done during the shoot itself yeah man like they controlled the ra- the lighting, they yeah, did it. So when you get the footage, right, it's it's much I'm halfway halfway there. Already. Halfway there, yeah, that's the thing. So when I like in preview mode, when I'm looking at the footages, I don't feel like oh my additional effort. I need to grade this again. Mm. I mean, I do. Have it stops to, the it stops your uh, inertia, right? Yeah, I mean, I do grade like the footages for sure. I like, just crush a little bit, and then like yeah, everything has to be natural, so it doesn't feel forceful. Mm. And then, yeah, I think like my lens choice are all just vintage lenses. Mm-hmm. 
because the, the the outcome between shooting digital lenses and vintage lenses is super different. Mm-hmm. Vintage lenses like what? Like microfolded? Uh, I'm using the, what do you call it? Uh, super Takuma. Mm. This Japanese lens. I actually got it for my film camera. So my film camera came with that lens and I just have to get the adapter for it. Yeah. So as then I can swap lenses between my film camera and my GH5. Interesting. Yeah. So like it's kind of have like a consistent feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The characteristic of the lens are right. Yeah. I just love it. uh, Like the whole glowy, a bit like muted a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, this is very interesting because... Uh, past few weeks I was thinking about my own camera setup so mm-hmm. so like after watching all these films uh, I really want to try and explore uh, a little mm-hmm. bit and then I realized that like, my experience with shooting right is very limited because the lenses I have are still lenses like they're not cinema lenses okay. so there's a lot of work that needs to be done to get it to look like a fucking film right okay. and like the fact that you shoot in vintage lens is like you're so deliberate the choices you're making yeah yeah, versus like, I feel like for me, I'm struggling because I don't even know what the fuck I want to do. I don't even have an end result, right? I'm just like playing with the tools now. And I think that's why I'm meandering with it also. Like, I don't have a clear goal, uh, which ironically enough, I should. Uh, like, yeah. I, should I should slow down and like, yeah. fucking think about it. Uh. Take your time, man. Yeah, fuck, man. I feel like there's a lot of stuff to chase. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I guess like, I mean... Like, I think things change a lot for me based on my character as well. Once mm. I, like, started picking out, like, film photography. Yeah. Uh, I, I can say that I feel that I'm more patient right now. Because last time, if I were to take a bus, if the bus is about to leave, I'll just chase the bus. Yeah. And now I just, like, fuck the bus, like, I can take another <laughs> one. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, showing itself in other facets of your life. La. Yeah. It, it kind of, like, ventures into that area right now. Mm. Because, like... You film story shooting street, and like, when you miss a shot, then like, you tell yourself, wait lah, just wait one more, and I just yeah. get a shot again. Think like that, with what I'm careful of information I'm taking in, I think like that, like subconsciously give me the ability to like wait for the next bus. Yeah. No point like being mad at the things you. Interesting because what that also says about you is that you're living life at your own pace. Yeah, man. And it's it's a decision to decide to live at your own pace with it. Uh. Yeah. And I mean, you chasing on the bus, it's so fucking minute, right? The detail here. Like, in the grand scheme of things, it's such a small fucking thing to chase after the bus. But yeah. it's a decision you're making. Uh. Like, yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, like, it's the small things that matter. Like, just what Ami said. Like. Yeah, yeah, it like is. Uh, every it truly fucking is. <laughs> this walk or song is like the whole epitome of like having a substance in a conversation <laughs> I feel like this is the the most longest time I've ever spoken to someone in a year because I usually don't I, I'm not so vocal about things mm-hmm. to anybody because I, I, I'm, I'm more of like the introvert so I like one thing I don't like small talk mm-hmm. like even like if you're in, in a grab or what I know the taxi driver want to engage in a conversation yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. he or she is falling asleep yeah, mm. to a certain degree yeah like yeah it's just a small talk <laughs> like it's, it's a living hell uh, for me mm-hmm. I mean I, I, I kind of like I, I, I get all these like dialogues in real life yeah and then like I would think like hey this is one bad screenplay <laughs> like <laughs> about the weather yeah and then like yeah. 
That's interesting. That is interesting. I, okay, but I also feel that you're able to grow very fast and grow very fast and be very how say focused about your growth, right? Yeah. Because you're living in just that one pillar, that one vertical. Yeah. Which is you're always you're always either editing or you're shooting. Yeah, so for you to like it is a natural part of the growth and a quick learning curve to picking up film photography yeah. because you are already shooting and editing. The one like if I were to ask you to start script writing, that would be the harder thing to do. Yeah. And it'll take more of your time to do that, right? I mean, I've done some like script. Of course, you have, lah, dude. But like, I've you know. never like shot it. Lah. I've just been writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll share with you one experience I had. Yeah. That time I was in Peninsula. Okay. It's way before COVID, lah. Okay. And then at that point of time, I just broke up from my relationship. Okay. And then like I was at Peninsula, I was I wanted to go to like the rental to collect some of the gears. Lah. Yeah. Okay. How old are you? Dude, you. <laughs> What's 20, 20, 20, oh fuck that's recent three years ago uh. yeah that was quite recent fuck okay. yeah, so I just broke up a relationship and then like um, things were quite quite rocky uh. and then like at the same time like yeah and then like tomorrow she wedding then like well, fuck fuck yeah how do I compose myself even like in a more ethical way uh. yeah so after I collect my stuff that I went downstairs I think last time I was quite I was quite a heavy smoker mm. I was like smoking a cigarette. I saw this one guy he read ordering red polo tea. Uh-huh. You know, the place was busy. I peninsula at Seven Eleven there. And it was like, like five rush hour. Mm. And then like I just saw him walking. Yeah, I saw him walking blindly. Yeah. Mm. And then like I saw like, he's holding a stick. Turned out to be like he's blind. No? Okay. So I just like go up to him, and then like just ask him like, hey, uh, where you wanna go? I can like just help you. Ah. Mm. So after that like. I felt very stupid, bro. Like he wanted to go to the, you know, the museum. Like for parents, it's a museum. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yes. colorful windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of going straight, turn, turn left, turn left. That's always straight, yeah. Richardy. I was so like, <laughs> I felt quite stupid. I was. I, I opened my Google Maps. I opened my Google Maps, and then like I wanted to show him that I'm not referring to Google Maps, so I like him. But <laughs> he's blind. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he was blind. And I like hit my phone now. Like, uh, don't, because I want to show you sincerely. Yeah. And I feel like, eh, what, what is this? This is a good character. And uh, I like hit my phone. I just like continue uh, talking to him. And it turns out to be he was blind at birth. Uh. Okay. So he was going to the museum to fetch his wife. Because okay. every time his wife sent him to work. Yeah. Yeah. Every time the wife sent him to work. And then like, while walking. And then he, he say like, eh, hey, you are under the bridge, right? And then I like, yeah, we're under the bridge right now. So he memorizes all the path. Yeah. The steps like, taken, the, yeah. the sensations and all that. And then he tell me that the last time Clarky was so colorful. And then like, he kind of gives me the idea that, eh, I thought you blind at birth. Mm. Yeah, maybe the, the the partner like guide him everywhere. Mm. And after that, like, I, I just like send him off. Oh. Yeah. Send him off. And then like, at the museum, then after he went through the glass doors and then after that I saw like someone hitting the floor. Ah. Mm. He then I just looked ah, then turns out to be his partner is also blind. Like, Holy fuck. Yeah. That's a short story. Right there. <laughs> yeah, and then Yeah, I was stunned. Ah. I was, I'm stunned right now. Fuck. I was completely shocked. 
and then like uh, when on my day I get I have to go back to Peninsula again mm. to return equipments. Yeah. Then I try waiting for a while lah. Yeah. Maybe I can see him or what. Yeah. Soon soon he come out. Uh huh. Then I, I tell him like, yeah, I'm that guy who like walk you walk you to the museum the other time. Yeah. And I just want to get more information from the previous episode. Yeah. Like I ask him like what you do in your free time. He said he like he plays in a band with his friends. I think he played the bass guitar. Holy shit. Yeah, and then like me being me, yeah. I still forget the route. I still <laughs> open my Google Maps. Yeah. Fuck, dude. And then like I just get to know like I think his wife was um, lost her eyesight like I think like as she gets older or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first episode still blows me away uh, like yeah. and that sparked me into like writing from real life incidents yeah that's the best kind of inspiration right? yeah and it's like and like the character <laughs> me like quite slender like want to hide the google maps yeah and like along the way so I decided to like call the script it's quite cheesy yeah, bro. okay okay tell me about it <laughs> so the title is dotted path <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like dotted path uh-huh. so in dotted path you feel like the humps yeah 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 the so braille, like, braille yeah it's also like the path yeah <laughs> Feels like painting that. Like hey, but there's there's something in that, no? There's something in that. Yeah. There's something in that. The I, I, I wife would, being blind is the yeah, kicker, man. I, I mean, I wouldn't want to end it off as love is blind. No lah, that'd be too fucking too, cheesy. Yeah, yeah. probably like you know, like it could be a story about black. Okay, just, okay, it could be a story about commitment also. Yeah, yeah, true to that. Right, like he's a he's fucking lost, but he knows he's gonna be yeah. there somewhere. He's really like, fucking blind, bro. His determination to like, hey, I'm just gonna like fetch my wife. Yeah, the promises you keep. Uh. Yeah, he didn't like stutter or hesitate. He's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like, yeah, I think if the film were to cut to black, that would be even better. Try it, lah. Uh, like, clean up the script a bit. Yeah, definitely. Then let's shoot it, lah, dude. Yeah, I'll be down there. Like, yeah, it's I feel like real life incidents are just. A walking masterpiece. It is. Like, I feel like... I think some of the directors, like, they take... Uh, Gaspar itself, they take a lot of inspiration from newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, All yeah, the yeah. incidents. You know, the climax thing? Yeah. It's based on a true story, based on a true incident mm. in France where the dance group just got spiked. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he took the information and went to town with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I feel like everybody experienced things differently. But to me, back then at that time, while being like, you know, shattered from the previous relationship and then yeah. got this lesson, yeah. he is like, uh, uppercut to all my body parts. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kena kuma. Yes. <laughs> eh? <laughs> like, whoa. I feel like this real life incidents uh, just... It's true though, like, uh, uh, I mentioned it on the Grace podcast also, but like tragedy makes you very, very reflective. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fucking reflective, dude. And it also, like, makes you want one more for yourself. Yeah. So I guess this is your... Yeah. This is your or, or super villain or superhero origin. <laughs> <laughs> make or break, huh? <laughs> make or break. Yeah, I mean, it's save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> Heroes. <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world. Oh Fucking God. hell, dude. Yeah. The, stakes, the stakes aren't that high, lah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah but you should you should do it dude. Yeah. I feel like okay, it's a very self contained story. Yeah, I I feel like it meant a lot to me because yeah, I was like out of relationship and like 
super clueless ah like mm. how could have this happen yeah and like get this example like how did this happen yeah and then like i, I feel like with more incidents i have in my like my my path i feel more acknowledge to what i have to do in future to like you know like how have this avoidable measures yeah and also like learn or yeah. yeah i feel like learning everything comes with a silver lining it is, it does just it need does. to it's your, up to your own will to seize it correct correct some correct. people might just run away some people might just you know yeah different people cope differently yeah so i just love to learn even though it's a fucking tragic or what it's like yeah you need to swallow that shit but i mean you need to experience life lah yeah to create masterpieces yeah. you really need to uh, yeah uh, yeah that was my my cause back then i was like 20 20 i'm still young now yeah i feel like i need to gain more of that life experience more right? human experiences because yeah. for me i personally feel when i grow up in my household i feel very numb mm. with my emotions Mm-hmm. So hence I I feel like now I'm more to the logical reasoning mm-hmm. behind everything rather than the emotional value. Yeah. I mean like for me to have the emotional value it's a practice that I have to do with myself. Understood. To like acknowledge all of this because yeah I I I, I want to learn I'm still learning man. Yeah. Like yeah that's why you mentioned like the language of apology <laughs> the seven stages of marriage, marriage yeah yeah yeah, Dude, yeah then like opens up into another book another chapter like to actually like understand yes how to comfort someone or something how to comfort yeah outside problem. of yourself right yeah yeah it, Fuck. i feel like we're in a, this, this big movie where we are like thrown with incidents yeah and we have to like have the arcs on them, sir. Yeah, the, the he who remains, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the actor fucking chill, uh. yeah. It's like literally he, he who remains. Yeah, Kang the conqueror, man. Kang the fucking conqueror. Yeah, man. Yeah. But you're right in the sense that, like, I mean, to bring back some spirituality to all of this, uh, fate and destiny, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's written, has been written. Kang, man. Kang, uh, Kang is freaking. It is what it is, uh, right? Yeah. We really only find meanings in the moments. Yeah. And we we find meanings in the moments and at the end of the fucking day when it's past or so. Sometimes it moves too fast you didn't even realize. Exactly, dude. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's the... That's what... That's, I mean... That's the sad part. Uh. Yeah. Like, sometimes you really just... I mean, when you have a goal, you got a reason to do something, pursue something. I think that's... I mean, fine, uh, right? Yeah. But you miss out on a lot, uh. You really fucking miss out a lot from just being observant and being present. Uh. I mean, at the end of the day, you'll still have the like the lessons. It's a matter of like when you receive. Correct, them. dude. Like sometimes, if you miss out on a lesson now, right, you have a heavier p- price to pay. Yeah. In the future. But the heavier price to pay in future will be the greater lesson also. That's true. Yeah. So but I wish I had learned this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I won't create nexus events for myself. <laughs> I'll just flow through as it is but at the same time I'll just equip my skills to be you know equip better skills yeah. so that if the problem arises I can you know like navigate, navigate it well yeah. yeah it's not just about like being in the comfort zone for too long yeah. I think like that's the thing with me I just don't like to be comfortable so long mm. like I just don't like I just what well, I don't like that I feel very uh, glued to actually like remain like in this space 
Yeah, so like I think at one point of time, I had this idea like, eh, fuck, I cannot swim. Mm. You underwater. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like soon soon like the couple which I was pitching they were surfers ah. Mm. And then like I don't know how to swim. Yeah yeah you mentioned yes. <laughs> I don't know how to swim. I don't know how water works mm, 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 mm. underwater. And then like I got myself like the underwater film camera. And then I did some test shoots ah, but then the test shoots I did was at the beach and the water was super choppy. Yeah yeah yeah. So I couldn't determine whether the camera is working or mm. whether the water is fucked mm. up ah. Shout out to Singapore waters. <laughs> Clean your waters. <laughs> yeah. And then like, um, then I rented like, uh, I gave myself a holiday. Yeah, yeah. I, staycation. Yeah, right? I got a staycation. But I, I use it for shoot. Lah. <laughs> yeah. And it was at Amara. And then like, I used the public pool to put my couple inside and just like, shoot them. Ah. Yeah, shoot them. And then like, I have fucking zero expectation of how it's gonna yeah, turn out, turn out uh. and then like once I send to the developer and then like um what you call that then like, he'll give me the link uh. and then once like, I my phone was with me uh, then yeah. like fuck do I want to open Click this it, now yeah. uh. I quite I fucking scared uh. mm. like for A it could have gone like oh all the photos come out nonsense mm. B it could have like come out even worse yeah so when I got the photos I was like what the what what in the fuck <laughs> like how is this even possible like i didn't it didn't occur to me like eh jadi it was like it was either going to bad or worse so that i can learn mm-hmm. to do again or just that yeah so the photos came out like wow beautiful la. it came just out like, amazing dude oh and then like yeah i just at that point of time like wow fuck fuck comfort yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like so just, okay you can only get reward right if there's a risk involved huh? yes high risk high reward yeah. baby exactly <laughs> <laughs> there's no reward if you don't risk something yeah, but, literally none there's literally none if you keep staying in a comfort zone you there's, yeah. there's nothing huh? it's just an emotion that lasts for like few seconds like oh yeah another day another yeah day. Yeah, but with like for me, I I do I do like taking risks, but the risks are all calculated mm, mm, to mm. a certain degree that how bad it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, because you're like you're involving other people. I think that's yeah, 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 and it's like consider like it's someone's paying me to do this. Yeah, it's not being paid to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, 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 being paid to no, nope, we're not paying you to learn, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then like I even like for the first time ever, I created a mood board for a couple. Like mm, mm. I'm going to achieve this. It was the moment was only like. Six, seven images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best part, none of the photos came out <laughs> to be on the robot. <laughs> and it was like, you know, it's on its own level of like, wow, fuck, it's possible, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, uh, after that, I just said, like, yeah, I want to do again. Yeah, then they, they on, ah? They on because they on. They love the photos, lah, right? <laughs> I would have loved the photos. Anybody would have, uh. Yeah, And then like, wow, fuck. Yeah, like, maybe like, in the next few projects, I might have like, even more mm. underwater stuff. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Dude, like fucking, you can extrapolate it for so much, dude. I was thinking of like printing it because put it at my house. Yeah, it, no, it, so some of your pieces, uh, some of your shots uh, that I've seen of like, other couples and all that, the most recent one you did with the light streaks. Oh, yeah. Dude, what the fuck, man? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was so good. 
Okay. So, so fucking good. Initially, the idea was um. Okay, so usually I just get her vibe from there and I just yeah. like the shoot. But this time, the couple wanted to have the shoot like as per now. They they lipat at the steps. Was back there when they were like together. They used there was a common hangout area. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to have it in the evening. Mm. And then at that point of time, I was like, "Fuck, night shoot with film photography. It's yeah, going to look yeah. quite." I I wouldn't expect it. Lah. I would just yeah. like then I just tell her like, "Give me some time. I'll just think about stuff." And then like while they were talking, yeah, I got them to do the MBTI test. Okay, <laughs> while they were waiting, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think after the meeting, I asked her to go home and do the MBTI test. Mm, mm, mm. Then the guy was like ENFP. The girl was, I think, ISFJ. Okay, okay. So ENFP was like basically like Eng, ah, mm. Avatar Eng. Mm. Yeah, ISFJ is like the you know Master Yoda. Mm. And then like, I, I feel like these two personalities they will talk big things, ah. Mm. And then like. Uh, as they are connecting, I just suggested them this idea of like some of this this shot I never done before. I just suggested, yeah, why not I just pull some streaks on your face, mm. and then like it kind kind of feels that as you are talking, you are brought into this astral state of like yeah. topics. Uh. Yeah, elevation uh, Yeah, elevation uh. Ascended lah, <laughs> la, ascend. Transcend. Yeah, and then Avatar like state shit lah. <laughs> <la, right? laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Glowy eyes, so like celestial shit. So like the eh, eh, dude, the shoot turned out bad. Okay. Okay. Uh, the whole plan was go as well and go for Kenny to mm-hmm. dark area to do the streaks, and then it fucking rain, uh. rain heavily. Okay. And then like after that, I just brought them like, eh, you know, just drive around the car, mm-hmm. and then, like as they're talking, they drive around the tunnel. Yeah, and then like, ooh, yeah. now we go into the astral state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like after the whole talk, and like, I even told the couple like, guys, I need some time to process this whole flow. Yeah, yeah they were kind enough to like give me like two three minutes. Yeah, and I just tell like, okay, guys, now we get the car for a ride, lah. Yeah. just like drive off. Yeah, yeah, and then like driving, and like, we went to the tunnel, just driving in, just still talking. Yeah, yeah, and then like, I was just at the back seat, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, and and I I wanted to spend more time in the streaks because mm. I felt that some of the shots didn't work, and then once I got the photos developed, yeah, I'm like quite satisfied. Damn, dude. Yeah, I I feel like yeah, you just need to take more Damn. risks. Yeah. yeah. It pays off, uh. It pays. Off. I mean, you're very lucky that it's been paying off. For yeah. <laughs> it's really purposeful, uh, to the extent like you just have to. So at that point of time, I didn't shoot film for one month. Damn. Okay. 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 Uh, like to re- like, recalibrate yourself. Recalibrate, and then at the same time, I, I felt that it wasn't a good shoot. Mm. And then uh, at the same day, I felt it was a good shoot. Mm-mm-mm. Even worse, it started raining. Like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then like once the photos out, I scanned them pretty. They all got it hand developed. Yeah. By these people in China, hands on film, and then like. Yeah, and then like once I scan, I, like just waiting. Ah, uh, thing. Download. Yeah. yeah. Then like. They're like, okay, yeah, quite, quite sweet. Yeah. It's nice, lah. It's yeah, really nice. Thanks, it's really man. fucking nice. Yeah, I just gotta thank the couple, like, for like agreeing for that <laughs> yeah. idea. I don't know how to convince this shit, also. <laughs> yeah, I even convinced them without having the idea in hand. <laughs> like, as you're speaking, like, I kind of felt like this deep, deep connection of like them, like, just yeah, in their own state, like, yeah, whole state, lah. Fuck, it's beautiful, dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I like just recently, like, I have this wedding reception coming up. Mm-hmm. Also, one of my friends, ah, uh, and then on his Insta story, he uploaded like, he one of his relatives tagged him while he was like little. Yeah. VHS tips uh. Oh damn Yeah man Oh that's rare yeah. shit uh. I think barang yeah. rare it is, I Barang rare bro And it's video form uh. Yeah We don't have yeah, It's hard for Singaporeans to uh, well, Have I it ha- uh. I have it damn. I have it up, up till like, When I was 15 Wow really uh? Your family yeah. had this culture Yeah Damn that's I actually made a film about it But I haven't It shares uh. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I should share. I'll show you after this Okay okay, 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 okay. Yeah, It's just My family uh, Ever since I was baby Then like the whole origin so of Ahmad Adam uh. yeah and like you have you, you got like the, I'll just show you after this again, again, again. yeah so like so I asked my my friend uh, like hey, don't mind and just pass me all the footages so he gave me like three years Damn. of clips and then like I wasn't looking for I wasn't generally looking for him as a kid in the footages mm. but rather I was looking for things to replicate in the modern world uh. because all the footages was just them in the family like Hi Raya. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's something that I want to like draw a connection with. Uh, yeah. More than hope to finish that. I haven't shoot the reception. When is it next week? Yeah? Uh, seven, seven August. Seven uh. August, yeah. Oh National Day weekend. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm just like so ever since I've gotten the footages, every day I've been watching like the whole film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my own machine learning. So <laughs> I'm just watching and hearing the off-screen dialogue, yeah. the little giggles. I'm just like taking in consideration how I'm gonna like notice these actions on like the reception day itself. Yeah, and somehow like you really need to like for me, you need to start the clip because during reception day you have like what how many hours only? Yeah, three hours to get yeah, everything, yeah, everything yeah. that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's gonna be full focus lah on the reception. Yeah, it's yeah full focus. Damn dude. Yeah, I really like just want to. It's somehow something I've never done before. Yeah. And like, it's always the start of like something I've never done before. Yeah. Like, it always starts that way. And like, eh, why not here? Let's do it. Uh. Exactly, dude. Fuck. Okay, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that, dude. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm eager to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's beyond a wedding film, really. You're making. It's time traveling device, yeah. man. <laughs> like, do you know <laughs> Max Richter? No. Um, Seven Nature, Seven. Day, daylight it's a composer okay. one of his interviews he mentioned like, music is like a time travel machine, machine yeah. certain notes you will remember when you were a kid Damn. so like I kind of felt that 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 sort of sentiment relates to all types of art form yeah. like you see a certain color or yeah. eat a certain food that's interesting yeah it kind of like which like activates your your memory uh, yeah. agents in your brain or something like that. <sighs> That's brilliant. Uh. Yeah, man. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. Okay, man. It's a mammoth for an episode. Oh. Fuck, three hours in, dude. Oh, fuck. It's been three hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. This is like the best three hours so far in 2021. <laughs> it's a fucking shock, dude, talking to you. I yeah. think it's... Likewise, man. Amazing. We'll catch up again. Like, yeah, definitely, bro. Soon. Like, on this shit, man. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'll link all your... I'll listen to this again. Uh, basically, I'll cut down the edit and shit. Like, okay. I'll pass to you. But yeah, uh, I'll listen to it again. I'll put all the links in the show notes. Nice. And yeah, Ahmad, any parting words for listeners? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I've heard this from other speakers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, the struggle, the struggle. I think, like, you know, just be 
do what you think is right for yourself and then even if you fail you know your for yourself what you need to work on getting your own results uh. mm. yeah I, i think i think that's the takeaway i don't know it sounds good to me okay basically do what's right by you or do what you think is right lah right do what you think is right and the results are really just for yourself lah uh. yeah it's about personal growth lah right yeah, yes yeah you complete with that man <laughs> yeah personal growth <laughs> Personal growth, I feel, is the key takeaway here. From I think this whole fucking podcast, ah, yeah, man. We went through like you doing weddings. Mm-hmm. I think it started out very simple. Like, you hated rotoscoping. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and you yeah. went into weddings, ah, and I think like I consider you to be very successful, in my opinion, lah. Right? I don't think it's about money. I'm talking about like the the art the art itself, the the work that you're producing. I think it's very successful because they're very different. Thanks. It's Thanks it's you. different and it is okay. It sounds very cheesy, lah, <laughs> but it's authentic also. Oh. Authentic to the couple that oh. you're you're shooting it for, yeah, you know. And I don't think you're following any trends, which yeah, which I think is very very brave. Yeah, man. I feel like you want a couple to watch this film in the next five years. Yeah, you wouldn't them. We wouldn't want them to have this thought like, oh, it was trendy back in the day. Yeah, you don't want it to age, right? Yeah. You don't want it to feel dated. Yeah, and then like. Yeah, needs to be timeless, ah. Uh. That's true. It's the hardest uh, job, ah. Uh. Yeah, and also like just be careful of what information you're taking in. Yeah. yeah shout out to the boomers for the <laughs> fake news. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag asterisks, asterisks, asterisks. Uh, hashtag non financial advice. <laughs> <laughs> This is non financial advice, but yes. <laughs> invest in what you're consuming. Uh. <laughs> you started uh. off with invest <laughs> right before saying non financial. Yeah, but yeah, be be careful of what you're consuming because yeah. it's going to affect you and it's going to take space in your mental yeah. capacity. And yeah, I think that was a brilliant episode, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, hey, it's, I think it takes two great hands to clap, man. Two to tango, uh. yeah, man. <laughs> like the questions and like your previous podcast, you're amazing, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Like, like I'm quite keen to know like your other guests, like how how. Yeah, I've got a few lined up already. Uh, uh, I've I've recorded like a few more already. Nice, nice. Then I got one more locked in for August. Ooh, sweet. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Thanks, oh. man. Thanks hey. for thanks for agreeing for this. Hey, keep on doing what you're doing, man. Like, just keep on, man. You'll definitely see the results, man. Ah, uh, man, I'm just here to learn. Uh. I'm just here to. Uh, I guess same for me. I'm just here to learn. But like, if you're having fun learning, yeah, why not? Right? If it's your forties, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. It really is fucking fun. I think. Anybody who's thinking of starting a podcast, just fucking do it. Like. Yeah, just do it. Make ideas happen, man. Yeah, make ideas, exactly. Yeah. If you have an idea, fucking just make it happen. It took me five years to start Bobo yeah. Kosong. Just do it. Like. It's been a, one of the most rewarding experiences I've had in my adult life. I Believe think, it or not. Yeah. yeah, I think those five years also actually taught you the philosophy of like growing up. Yeah. Like being experienced like at that current state. And now, it's a lot exactly. different. Like. It, for sure. I was a young chap <laughs> back then. I would have like fucked it up. I wouldn't have probably like stuck with it even. Uh. Probably get cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> you shot? Can I cancel? I would get cancelled back then also for sure, for fucking sure, man. Yeah, yeah. I I am quite glad it happened. Ah, uh. <laughs> it needs to happen. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks for sure, man. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening in. Thank you for uh, listening. Yeah, we're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and check out the website. Uh, Bobual Kosong dot club. So it's B E R B U A L K O S O N G dot club. 
CLUB. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to say something? I don't know where I can, oh, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. it for this episode. Thanks. Thank you guys for staying throughout. Hey, but you'll tell them right the spoiler will end where. Oh yeah, the spoilers have ended now. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I mean, if you have listened all the way, right? Oh yeah, we 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 went into different topics. I'll probably just put a footnote, uh. Okay. Put- <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, Ken. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye.